Welcome to tonight's episode of the Group Therapy Podcast. Today we have returning guest, the doctor, and Mikey Severs. Why do I Hello. watch that stupid? <laughs> that's right, you're paying the price. That's right. I, it was like, I, I did an interview a while back and I kept trying to say the movie Scream Dreams. I could not say it the entire episode. It would not come out properly. And I felt like such a douche because I just never kept saying, every time I'd come out, like, Scream Dreams. Scream Dreams. Finally. The last five minutes of the episode, I'm talking, and I went, Scream Dreams! And I was like, I got it out! I'm fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, now, you can, you can... Yes! Finally! Say it again now and say it the right way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Doc. You gotta get, you gotta get you something doing, taken Mikey? care of. I'm yeah. great, baby. How you doing? Oh, I'm living the something. <laughs> Do you want to introduce me and say my name correctly? Okay. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> I want to do Mask maker. I don't trust you. I don't trust you now, Mister Mister Dream Screams. Tonight we have Mikey Severe. There we go. That's how you say it. Yeah, Mikey Severe. There we go. Uh, I'm just trying to be cute. You know, it's not easy. Yes, I gotta wear a lot of makeup to get this cute. You know. <laughs> oh, fucking tell me about it, baby. I got, I got fucking pounds on. <laughs> And I'm not talking about my ass either. <laughs> I'm the only one with no makeup on. And it doesn't matter how much makeup you put on this one. It's not going to look good. <laughs> you know, I beg to differ. Well, you got you got to get one of Mikey's masks there. I, I then do. you don't have to worry about it. I, I got I, make a mask of your face. Wearing makeup. Be... And then you don't have to worry about it. Just put it on. Yeah. You can I, wear I, your own face. Yes, I can. I can do. I can. I, don't know, I, can, I can cheat. I can wear a Skeletor. <laughs> I fucking roll with it. I did. The only problem is this thing has no air holes. What's all the air holes? I I I tried to wear it and 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 because my wife had went to bed and I'm down here and I just got it. And I'm like I'm gonna go upstairs stairs and scare the hell out of my wife. So I put the mask on. I tucked the beard all up in the, in the thing. I put a hoodie on. So I got the hood and the whole nine yards. I go up the steps. And before I get to the top of the steps, I couldn't breathe because there's no air. You know, next thing you know, here's Paulie laying at the foot of the stairs with a Skeletor mask on. Pull it back. And he's fucking blue. That's right. I had to kill the kid with a gun. Right? You remember student yeah. bodies? Yes. <laughs> it, it was so bad because legitimately the eye holes are in, are, are only about, ah, geez, probably about that big on either side and they rest above the empty eye sockets. And I'm like, I can't see and I can't breathe. And to be honest, I have a shitload of masks and, and costumes and stuff around here. And the only one that I can wear and not trip over everything is my Sith robes, my from Star Wars, because all it is is a hood. So yeah, <laughs> my, my my stormtrooper costume, I have like this much range of vision. My Spider-Man costume is probably less than that. And then when it goes dark, 
is dark. You can't see shit. So I'm walking around, took my kid trick-or-treating, and I'm walking, I'm holding on to my wife because I can't see anything. <laughs> and you got the wrong kid by the hand, you know, fucking taking him around. See, that's one thing you don't have to worry about. Vince is way too big for people. <laughs> he's, he's almost hey, as big as I am. He's 12. I got a couple masks that you can't really breathe or see in either, but those are for guests. <laughs> I, I have I have a couple of those too. But I got and, it. I got it. Yeah, yeah I, I figured you would, Mikey. That fucking purr. Yeah, I, I got a couple of them in a special room upstairs too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got that whole basement down there. It's fucking amazing. See, I, I really should do that with the with, with part of the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a false wall. Oh, yeah. My, my goal is is that where, where you come down my steps to come into my area down here, it goes outside. And what I want to do one day is put a false wall in there and put like a shelf so it has like canned goods and shit on it. So people can walk in, they'll just think that's where you can store canned goods and then go upstairs. And then I want to just leave it open, then you can walk down the hallway because I'm going to put all my movie posters and weird lights and shit. <laughs> nice. So Little hidden stairway yep. to the dark I designed one of those Scooby-Doo full-length portraits with the eyes behind it for somebody's... <laughs> they, they had a bonus room or a secret room that wasn't on the plans. That wasn't finished yet, so they were going to, I don't know, put a sex room or something in there. Oh, that sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> I just had like a secret secret door with the recent, you know, with the hinge on the outside, the whole thing. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's awesome. See, my, mine's, mine's a big door on the floor in a, in a hidden room. You go down there, and there's a bunch of hidden rooms within it, and all the walls are painted black. The house came that way. I didn't even have to fucking try I didn't have to put up bondage rings or nothing. They're just bolted into the walls. Already, already screwed into the ceiling. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> even fucking joking. Hey, the uh, the landlady or whoever said, you're not one of those creepy people, are you? Yeah. Again. Yeah, for some for some reason, this house is always, uh, people cre creepy people are always interested in it. She actually, that's exactly what she said. She said, it's weird that you're an artist and you're moving in here by yourself. The last three people that have lived here lived here forever, and they were artists that lived by themselves and were into weird shit. Hey, now she's all like, "Yeah, into weird shit. You got the weird shit in the basement." Oh, yo, fuck yeah! We had a we we were buying this one house, and you went down in the basement, huge basement, and it had what was had been what they call a coal room at the very front of the house. And you go in there, and they had it set up. There was a mattress on the floor. Like a Hellraiser 2 mattress? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Just leave a razor next to the bed in a box. Oh, Good man. shit. I, I used to have the, the, the uh, um, Hellraiser laminate configuration, and I used to just leave it setting around my apartment. And when people would come over, they're like, is it, is it the Hellraiser box? I don't know. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> or just fidget with it while you're sitting there talking to people. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I have. So I played a trick on my on my lady friend that was here. And uh, I have this round sphere, you know, that's all silver. And yeah. fuck it. Uh, she was all, is this, 
she's one of these puzzles and i was like yeah give it a shot you know she sat here on the floor for like fucking two hours <laughs> fucking trying to press in and all this shit and she was like okay i give up what's the secret i was like the secret is it's just a wooden ball with a bunch of silver crap on it i found at goodwill man she was so pissed off <laughs> but hey she gave it a shot anyway i gotta give her credit yeah she, she went for it she she put it put effort forward yeah uh, she did She's a good girl. I like her. But you guys, I'm not gonna lie, you guys look like you were you looked really happy and looked like you were having a lot of fun. Oh, we were. We got the first uh public place we walked into the night is uh, you know, all dressed up and snazzed out. Fucking we were there about I'd say about 15, 20 minutes before we uh basically got kicked out. They're just like, Who's hawking the fucking horn? Stop hawking the fucking horn. I was like, you need to stop talking like that. You could just ask very politely, and we may still do it, but you could ask nicely. <laughs> and you don't want to ask nicely, so one thing led to another. Uh, don't fucking tell the doctor what to do. <laughs> nope. So yeah. It was uh it was something to say the least. I had a I had a lot of fun. It was good fun. Yeah, it was fun. So what's Mikey been up to? Oh. Uh, I just got a something a new mask the other day. He's really creepy. He's a he's a tribute mask. It's a tribute to um, my friend, this guy, Daryl, who's kind of a, a legend in the the mask making community. He had a company named uh, VXX Effects back oh, in the shit. day, yeah. and he did he yeah he did a lot of really cool kind of like throwback masks, um, you know, like kind of retro like fifties sixties EC Comics inspired stuff. Before it was really hip to do that, he was one of the first people to kind of bring it back around to that. So I did a mask that was inspired by one of his. It's called uh, Monstrosa, and it was actually like his alter ego. Oh. So what he did was, which was, which was really cool, he used to have the old uh, Don Post 800 line uh, molds so he could produce them, like, you know, after... I don't know what the rules are, whatever, but like nobody was making these old masks from the sixties anymore. And he had yeah. these, these molds so he could pour into them and like pull them and whatever and paint them up and make them all deluxe for people and whatever. But he did one and it was a, uh, it was miscast. So it had all these like little holes and things. He's like, I, I can't sell that. So he took pieces from his other masks and basically cut them out of the mask or like laid the latex in and just pulled it out of the mold, just a little piece and put like scars and big lips. They look like wax lips on it. And it's nice. a, a phantom. It's, it's a phantom of the opera. And, uh, you know, it's got like rot from all the places where the cast didn't work and everything. And he put a big old shock monster eye on one side. So I just finished that. Yeah, I saw the video. And then you, come up, you come up for air and you go outside and like, you know, your lungs are burning. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I see that. That is that, that is a that is a sweet looking mask. See what Yeah, I've got two of those Don Post fucking uh, mask. I got a fucking Dracula, and I have a werewolf, and it kind of looks like a owl werewolf dog, but it's fucking amazing. And unfortunately, the Dracula one, I don't know what the fuck happened, but the latex turns like into really fragile plastic. It was so old. And I went to go yeah, touch it the good. other day, and it cracked a hole, and it was like, God damn it. When was it from? You know when, when the mask was made? 
I don't think it was 60s. I, th I think when I looked it up, I can't remember the number of it, but I think it was like 70, early 70s. So it was like 72, okay. something like that. But the latex was real thin. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it's, it hasn't been in the heat or like major temperatures. It just turned solid because I guess, you know, I've had a couple of my latex ones kind of get thicker and thicker over the time. And then they just start to become a little more cracky. Yeah. And, that's, that is the nature of latex. It, it does disintegrate with time. And there's ways to slow it down and things to do to conserve it. And that's like, Part of my job is like you know taking care of old masks and making sure that they don't that they won't self-destruct over time yeah. but yeah they just air you know or like stuff in the environment or sunlight anything like that can make it brittle and it'll just crumble up and disappear well i yeah. have um an old mask i'd gotten i don't know where it was i want to say it was a don post but i think it was a don post ripoff mask like a mexican knockoff um, it was, I, I kind of love the ripoffs too. It, it was yeah. like, a, it looked like a Bella Lugosi, but it had the, the inverted fang shit like this. Yeah. It was a thinner latex and, um, I packed it away. I moved, I left it in the box where I shouldn't have done. And then I went to pull it out and the thing just kind of fell apart. And, yeah. and it was old. And then I had my Don Post, um, Boba Fett mask helmet. From the from the from eighty, I think, and that thing just started yeah. falling apart. That thing just start cracking that's, and and everything else, and that's that thick plastic, and it still rotted away. So some kind of vacuum form, and it still fell apart, huh? Yep, yep. It just. Um, but then I got another one. I don't know about five or six years ago, and I was going to keep it, but I had a guy who was like, "Man, I really want a Don Post Boba Fett mask," and I'm like. Got three Boba Fett masks. I guess I could part with one. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> so I was like, all right, I got one, and it it was starting to do. It was starting to misshape. So I had to keep a ball inside of it all the time, because if you didn't, it would slowly start shifting to like the right, and and so you're sitting there, you you walk by and you see the helmet just <laughs> start doing oh. this after. <laughs> And my other one did it too. It, it slowly started moving and it started to crack. And that's when I, I, when it started to shift, that's why I put a ball on that one too. And then it started to crack from the eyes, the, the back of it. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is, so I. Yeah. I got to say. If you want them to stay nice for a long period of time. Yeah. It's hard because you need space. Yep. And well, it's which, like a head. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my, my Suave mask, holy shit. That was a experiment with fucking surgical silicone. Mm -hmm. And uh, this thing, I have to keep fucking putting this thing back together. You know, Suave puts a fucker on and fucking pulls too hard. The mouth rips all the way up to the ear. It looks great. But goddamn, it's like. Starts looking like fucking turkey face, Usually they'll embed like a mesh inside. There's no kind of mesh inside of it. Yeah. No, fuck. It. I literally was just experimenting and didn't know I was going to end up using it so much. Yeah. So, you know, and it it's not super thick. If I would have made it a little bit thicker and put the mesh in or something mixed in with it, it was experimental just trying it out because I used to work with surgical silicone and we had a, a part A, part B and some, you know, prosthetic colors and shit. So I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot to see how it goes. 
ended up using it once or twice, didn't think anything of it. And then here it is fucking a couple years later and the character's still going. So yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It looks better with age. He looks all fucked up anyway. So difficult to work with too. Yeah. And yeah. He's just, he just he just rotting away, and you still have he he's still still there, still still showing up in every episode. <laughs> yeah, hey man, it it is what it is. I'll make him another one soon enough, but ah, why? You know, just keep gluing and pasting. I mean, and that's the thing with silicone is nothing really adheres to it except for silicone. Silicone, so, yeah. yeah. But uh, you could probably you could probably get some of the same silicone and wipe it out. And take like yeah. a you know a fabric of some sort and just paint it in there, right? I was kind of thinking about doing something like that, um, but I'm a lazy bastard, so I, I just I keep adding a little bit and and building it up every time it breaks. So it's kind of leaving like these natural scars because you know it's like skin tone. I mix a skin pigment in with it and stuff, and add little blues and purples and stuff, and. You know, just keep fixing his ugly face. He's got another face, too, but, yeah, he doesn't like wearing that one. It's too tight. <laughs> and he says, I'm getting better. Yeah. Yeah, he's all, uh, you know, I, I like I like this face you made me, but this fucking silicone one at least fucking lets me breathe. You know, the trials and errors of making masks for the first time and rolling with it, and goddamn, I've learned a lot. Yeah. I kind of wanted to start work doing that stuff this year, messing with masks and stuff like that, making masks and whatnot. And like, do I really need another thing on my plate? And I'm not really. Good. <laughs> yeah, you got you got a balance between life and 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 having fun and making stuff. Oh yeah, and it, it's like doing this stuff. People are like, man, you're you're putting a lot of work. It's like, man, this is fun. I love doing this. I love doing my other shows. It's fun. It's a release. I can come down here. I can turn on my music. I can whatever. I can play on the computer. I can edit stuff together. I can hang out with my friends that, that you know, the guys that, you know, you guys are yeah. too far away to hang out with, you know, like go down the street. So I got to hang out with you guys online. So. Yeah. No, man, it's always fucking great hanging out with you. And uh, now I'm, uh, um, uh, I don't know. I get. I get. I guess I've been uh, medicating because it's a uh, uh, Ohio is now a uh, um, medical state, except for I don't go to. Ohio. Yeah. Well, good for you. And so I'll tell you what. Now you're just admitting that you medicate. Yeah. 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 And, and it's <laughs> that's nice. A, that's the big difference. Yeah. I can yeah, say I it out loud. I, I smoke take, weed. I don't. I don't smoke. Well, I, I take it back. <laughs> I usually eat it. <laughs> See, look at you. But, this uh, is gonna turn into the fucking sleep. Uh, uh, scary sleep. Uh, the yeah, you know that movie. <laughs> oh, I, I, well, I. I mean, no. I, I don't. Well, I kind of. You know, there's weed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm not gonna lie. I, I did an interview with one of my buddies out of Columbus, and. Um, he goes, man, how long are we going to do it? I was like, he's like, he goes, about an hour? And I was like, yeah, an hour's fine, whatever. So I, I popped the gummy in, which for me, it takes about an hour for it to kick in. So we're talking, we're talking, we're talking, we're talking, we're talking. We're about an hour, 15 minutes in, and I can feel it coming. And I'm like, all right. 
Let's see how this goes. I keep going. About 15 minutes. I'm really feeling it. We went almost three hours. And by the time that episode was over, <laughs> I, I'm just sitting there going, man, I'm, I'm really high. Um, <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't want to say anything on, on, on the show. So I, I legitimately watched the show when I edited it because I'm like, what do I have to edit out? What do I got to edit out? What do I got to And I was straight, did, played it straight through the entire episode. I didn't screw up. I'm like, I was being kind of normal. And I'm like, well, normal for me. And I'm like, man, I, I can't tell I was high. <laughs> so I had like, somebody right. record once when I took 10 hits of acid. And it was uh it was it was interesting because I looked back and for as fucked up as I was, it really didn't look like any different of a night. And I was just like, oh. Well, I thought I was more interesting than that. I guess not. I was just really high, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember we tried to make a movie one night. We thought we, we were going to do this great thing and I'll drop acid and make a movie and it would be, like, really mind-blowing and cool. And it was terrible. There's yeah. literally <laughs> nothing. It was, like, embarrassing and there was nothing worse, worth showing anybody. It's different I, if you do it in, and make a, a record, though, or a tape. If you yeah. record music, that can be, that can be good. Oh, well, that's different you know. because... Then you're in the groove, you know what I mean? I'll tell you right now, I cannot trip on anything until all of my shit is set up ahead of time or I turn into the guy who's looking at stereo going like, oh, shit, that's a knob. Oh, fuck, I turned it up. How do I turn it? Oh, fuck, I just skipped the song. Oh, I just stopped. Oh, there's numbers happening. What the fuck is it? Next thing you know, you're sitting there for an hour scratching your balls going, what the fuck happened? It's all fucked up. You drop and then you have about 45 minutes to set up and plug in and yeah. plus record because after that, it's all over. You know, yeah. like you're, lu you're lucky whole... if you're going to be able to flip the tape over, you know? Yeah. I just take the whole fucking day off and just get ready. And then I drop and I'm like, okay, now I'm ready. Um, and I hit go and I make sure, hey, never trip and listen to Pandora. I got rid of Pandora because they always come up like an hour in and be like, are you still listening? Fuck you. Of course I am. Or I would have shut you off. Last thing I need is somebody dicking with me right in the middle of a good time. That's are you still yeah. listening? That's like that's like somebody coming in while you're fucking and pulling your dick out, and being like, "Hey, you still having a good time?" Yeah, get the fuck out of here. As, as I used to say, because Netflix used to do that. I was like, "Are you still watching?" I was like, "No, I got my shit together in the last hour and a half of watching this yeah. movie." Yeah, yeah, no, I, I fell asleep. Fuck off! Like, don't ask me. I don't care what their excuse is. Stop asking me if I am or ain't. I'm fucking paying for it, ain't I? Yeah. So, oh, man. The other day, I, I pop on, because uh, I'm getting where I can actually find, because uh, fucking self-medicating, I can sleep at night now. And uh used to be I'd get maybe two, three hours if I was lucky. And uh, now I get about six, seven I'm pretty good now, but uh, yeah. I, I, every once in a while I put on the uh, I go to YouTube and put the the ambient noise thing or the like the outdoor yeah. rain and shit. And I'm sitting there, I'm nodding off, man. It's just this like space thing going on. So I got the music going. It's showing like planets and stuff. And I'm like, all right, man, okay, I'm fading, I'm fading. And all of a sudden it's like a commercial, and I'm like, what the hell? Why is there a commercial? And I'm yeah. 
So I hit skip, and I'm like, all right, that's got to be a fluke. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching it again. The planets are all going by, and I'm mellowing out, starting to get sleepy again. I nod, Do you oh, have a commercial? And I'm like, <laughs> it's like, what is, you know, Brexitol do for you? What? what? I don't, what? God damn it. Yeah, I, I refuse. I tried doing the YouTube thing, too. But you know what? Once they started being like, hey, we're just going to cram all these commercials up your ass unless you pay. I was like, I, I'm, I'm done. Fuck you. Ain't happening. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I do. There's a couple of them ambient noise channels that I, I like now. And I found a couple of them. And they work great. And um, I had one on last night. Literally, I was just trying to just bring myself down, chill out. I was kind of like wired yesterday. And um, so I turned that on. It's just the rain and like, you know, thunder off in the distance. And I'm sitting there reading. And I'm like, all right, man. All right. And it's like, uh, and I'm like, all right, I need to go to bed. And I look over and it's like three hours later. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell happened? <laughs> Welcome to uh Eating your medicine. Yes. Oh man. But uh yeah, it, fucking it, it was one of the ones that just hit me. I was like all of a sudden like I, I thought I nodded off for like 10, 15 minutes at the most. And I look over and it's like this was like a little bit before two, and it was a little after five when I woke up and I'm like, oh, I need to actually go into bed because I'm like Laying on the couch, some arms all jacked to the side. I can't feel my arm. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I guess I need to go to bed. And I'm like, trying. the dogs are still laying down at my feet. So I'm trying to get up, not step on the dogs, get them upstairs, trying to go not make a shit ton of noise. And of course, I get up there and I wake my wife up, who gets up in like two hours to go to work anyways. I'm like, shit, I'm sorry. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, you know, back in the old days, wives would worry about their husbands, you know, and they were out drinking or doing whatever all night long. And now it's like, honey, where were you all night? Was, oh, I crashed in front of YouTube for five hours. Yeah. I was on a couch reading downstairs, fell asleep. <laughs> I'm old. I used to get so pissed. I would come home from work. This is back when I was married. Thank God that's not a fucking thing anymore. Come home, sit on the couch eat some food, you know, kick my feet up, uh, start nodding off a little bit. Hey, are you sleeping? Hey, you should go to bed. Hey, you sleeping? Hey, I was like, God damn it, what do I fucking pay the rent for if I can't just take a fucking nap where I sit? I'll go to bed when I fucking feel like it. Leave me the fuck alone. And this just went on for years. And no matter how many times, I was like, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to fucking take a nap. Well, go to bed. Go to bed. I don't want to. I want to sleep right here on my fucking couch. Do what you're doing. Act like I don't exist. Without you. Yeah. yeah go, go talk to whatever little boy toy you're playing with on the internet. and Just let me sleep. I, Jesus. My wife, when me and her first got together, when our first part, for the longest time, she would always want to talk. When I came home from work, I'm like, I want to go to bed. Well, I got to get up. I, I, I'm like, I'm like, I just want to go to bed. And she'd just sit there and keep talking. I'd nod off. And she's like, you asleep? No, nope, no, I'm listening. Uh, nod off. Yeah. 
Now them days are over. You ever ever get to the point where you're really tired and somebody's telling you like something really important or like maybe they're bitching at you, but they're trying to like get all metaphysical about it, you know, and you're sitting there and you're just like nodding and shit and they're talking like, yeah, I totally understand. Yeah, I shouldn't do that. That's kind of dig. And then it just comes out. You're just like, oh, God, shut up. And you're like, oh, fuck, that came out of my mouth. What? What? I knew you were you weren't listening. I thought we were getting somewhere. I was like, I thought I was getting to bed, but I guess not. You just keep fucking talking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so get to the fucking point already. Fucking if my eyes are rolling to the back of the head, you are now boring the shit out of me. And I don't care how endearing you're trying to be, it's fucking horrible. See, that's that's what I like about the way our house is set up now. I come down here. This is my area. I do with what I want, how I want. Wife goes upstairs. If I want to go upstairs and watch a show with her, I can go upstairs and hang out with her. She wants to come down here and hang out with me. She can come down here and hang out with me. If we don't want to talk to each other and we don't want to deal with each other's crap, one goes upstairs, one goes downstairs. Yeah. No fighting, hey, no fussing. I've got it real good right now. I just wake up, walk around no pants on, and fucking nobody says shit because nobody's here. Great. Yeah. I could go upstairs, downstairs, down, downstairs, just jerk off all over the house. It's great. And, you know, get that um, me time. <laughs> that's you time. Mikey's down there being quiet. Oh, yep. Well, Mikey's, taking, Mikey's taking medicine. Trying <laughs> not to nod off over here. I had sleep apnea, and for a while it was untreated. So I would, I would literally fall asleep standing up. Oh shit! Wait, scary. Like at, like at work, I would just. Fuck me! I would love to see that on film. Did you ever fall over? I almost killed a lot of people (laughs) many times from from sleep sleep driving. Holy shit! Oh yeah! I can fucking see that. It's scary. And I didn't realize that it was happening because it kind of comes on slowly and you lose more and more sleep and you, you become more and more. And then finally, like, I, you know, I got treated or whatever. And, and I, was, I started sleeping a full seven to eight hours again. And I was like a different person. I had been yeah. like a zombie for years, just a total, complete, angry, weird, pissy zombie. Hey, that's me now. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Maybe you should look into you, you need a sleep study. <laughs> well, no, I, I sleep enough. I'm just a weird, angry zombie <laughs> that literally is almost on the verge of killing someone every day. Oh, God. oh shit! I I had um, I'm I have like the worst road rage ever. My wife hates it. My kids hate being in the car with me when I rage, but uh. My my and then my one son takes exactly after me, so he road rages constantly. Driving, my son, I pick him up because he goes to work with me. I'm like, hey, he's like, you know, where do you want to go get lunch? He's like, oh, I want Wendy's. I'm like, all right, let's go Wendy's. So we go out to Wendy's. We got this back road, and we're stuck behind these two cars doing 10 to 15 miles an hour under the speed limit. So I'm already fucking angry because you got to go. I'm like. If you, you know, if your car's fucked up, pull over and let people go around you. I'm like, hmm. And, yeah. and I know they can hear me. It's like, what the fuck's going on? God damn it. I'm screaming. 
And then they finally get up, and my son's like, they're going to go around the roundabout. They're going to go around the roundabout. They're not going to turn left or go right. They're going to go with the exact direction we're going. Like, oh, I hope fucking not. God damn. And I'm sitting there just getting angrier. And mind you, this isn't that far. It's just mm, fucking irritating me. So we get up there, and they go, and I'm like, okay, because two lanes. So they get over into the right lane. I hook it into the left lane, and I, and I gun it past them. I go the speed limit. And go past them like they're sitting still. And the woman proceeds to start yelling at me when I go by. And that pisses me off even more. So I'm like, fucking hit the brakes. I'm like, my arm goes out the window. My hand, my finger goes up. I'm like, you stupid bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and, and just a chain of profanity. And I'm like, I'm, and I got my car, my car, when I hit the gas, you can hear it. And I go, oh, and I'm down the road. And I hit the light, and I'm like, they better stay away. And my son's like, they're going to pull in Wendy's right behind us. You know they are. And I go, nope, nope, nope. We're going to McDonald's. Fuck your Wendy's. We went in Wendy's, man, and they didn't come in there. And I, by that time, I mellowed back out. I'm talking to my kid, you know. But, uh, the best one was uh, I was picked up one of my kids' friends, and this lady cuts me off coming out of Kroger's parking lot, and I just blah, let it out. Just, you stupid. And I forget there's a kid sitting in the passenger seat <laughs> that I'm picking up, and I look over, and he is petrified up against the door like this, just staring at me, and I'm like, it's all right. It'll go away. Just chill the fuck I'm a professional. <laughs> hey, just just imagine. I used to fucking babysit people's kids. And that was back when I still drank. Holy fuck. These kids, I'd be driving around. I had a 1970 Pontiac Tempest, right? Mm -hmm. It was all matte black. It had gotten three major car wrecks. I'd just pound it and weld it back into place. You know, windshield busted. And I had big sticker on the back said, I eat children and fucking honk if you need an abortion. And I got the whole back seat full of a bunch of brats. And I'm fucking driving down the street doing 90 and fucking screaming out the window and shit. I, I just, I look back and I was like, who the fuck? Oh, that's right. They were all sideshow performers, kids. They were just like, mommy and daddy got to go to the circus. You have fun with Uncle Crazy. Uh, I hope you're still alive when we come back. But those kids, I swear to God, they learned every bad word they ever fucking say now fucking for me. <laughs> I'm proud of that. Kids need to know those good words. Yes, they do. Because they're going to need them when they're driving and some asshole's doing 15 miles under the fucking speed limit. You can't look out the window and be like, excuse me, could you please step on the gas? Thank you. No. You chase them all the way to home and you park out in front of the house. And you just stare at their fucking front door while they're peeking through the blinds going, why did this guy follow me? Oh, or don't. I mean, it's probably not a good idea. Okay. Teach your own. Yep. I used to have really bad road rage uh, when I was a teenager and in my early 20s. And I would drive around and have my mom in the car. And we were from New Jersey, you know? So she always thought that everybody was like a gangster. Right. Like You're gonna get a shot, dear. Literally, she'd be like, she'd be like, you don't know who those people are. That could be Nikki Newark. She was called a Nikki Newark. 
Yes, mom. Shot. And look what happened. Now people are getting shot, not even for road rage, just for like, you know, pulling into the wrong driveway and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. The whole world's gone mad. And they say I'm crazy. It's not worth it getting angry. Like, I, I don't get angry or get road rage anymore. I just laugh. You know, when people when people get mad at me in driving and whatever, and they go past or they honk or whatever, I just laugh at them. They go, ha, 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 you wave like that. They hate it. Or the last one I did, I took a really long road trip a couple of weeks ago, and somebody bugged me out, and as they drove past, I did this one. <laughs> like that. But you don't even look at them. You just kind of go like that, like to the side. Like, yeah. yeah. I always they get love the that. when they flip me off now. Yeah, flip me off. I'm like, yeah, peace to you too, brother. We used to go like this, or I, I, my friends used to go when we were, we were in bands and stuff, and we'd drive a big band van, like a ram van, full of full of yeah. instruments and stuff. They would go like this at people out the window. <laughs> that was a good one because it looks like a serial killer van, you know. You look, oh, see yeah. one of those van. You see one of those vans, and you think they have a mattress in the back with like a girl and a hammer. And like, hey, I had one of those. My my my, uh, my doing the con couple. You know, last week my friends were making fun of me because my convention van is legitimately an old nursing home van. <laughs> so it has the big top. It's white. It's it's. Yeah, still got the you know that where they pulled the stickers off. I ain't, I ain't yeah. done nothing to it yet, and uh, it's even got the ramp. And so you put the, you put the wheelchair in it. it goes, <laughs> and, oh man! Uh, my buddies are like getting forgetting all your shit on though, huh? Yeah. No, I yeah. crap. Oh, it's great. I had, a, I had a ramp on my uh, city bus too. So the whole city bus would drop down and then fucking the floor would come out, drop down, pick people up, fucking, you know. That's great. But I have to say, when you, when you want to have fat chicks back for yeah. a little whoopee in the back seat. Yeah, and you know, you could put fucking 50 of them in there because, I mean, it's a city bus. It's rated for a bunch of fat people. It was great. We, we, we did this when, when I got that van. <laughs> we took the lift. I have a buddy we call Big Tim because he's Big Tim. He's he's six four, five hundred plus pounds. And I was like, Tim, come here. He comes walking over. I was like, stand on that platform. I'm gonna see if it'll pick you up. And because it's rated to pick up a, a you know a good sized person and like a rascal. And I'm like, let's see if it picks you up, man. I hit the button. It's like, and eh, the van starts tilting hard. <laughs> we got him in the van though. God damn, was that the last time you ever used it? No, I used it. I used it yesterday. <laughs> hey, maybe you loosen it up to make it work better. Yeah, probably. I mean, and the thing is, though, is I, I use it to load comics. So I'll put comics on there, and then put the comics inside, drop it back down, put more comics on it, fill it up. So yeah, all those comics are skinny anyway. Those guys. <laughs> yeah. Like you get a, a Ralphie May or or a Louis <laughs> Anderson, and then then you have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's what's funny is now I just I just leave all my shit in there and go to convention to convention. I don't even empty it, but people will still pull out in front of me. I'm like, that's the last damn thing you want to do. This is a van <laughs> loaded down with fifty long boxes of comic books. Yeah, right. yeah. There's, nothing, there's nothing heavier. Yeah, I had a fucking nineteen 
80 uh, SS Victoria Cadillac hearse. And I used to drive this thing around all over the fucking place. And uh, two cool things. One, I went to Home Depot because, you know, it's got the long fucking bed. Mm-hmm. And I put a bunch of two-by-fours, loaded it up with like 50 of them. And I had them all off to one side, you know, coming up through the partition window behind me. And first thing, I turn on the thing, and I see this light on the dash, and I feel the whole car move. And it says auto leveling. I was like, whoa, fucking what was that? Right? So I'm all happy. I got all this wood fucking in a hearse, and I'm driving. This guy fucking cuts me off. It's nighttime, and we're on the freeway. Well, we're both getting off the freeway at the same time. Well, what he doesn't know is I love doing this when people are assholes is under the fucking dash, there's a fucking light switch for flashers that are hidden underneath. So when you're doing the procession, you can flash those and whatever. Nobody knows the difference. All they see is a black car. I throw on my high beams. I start throwing the flashers, pull the motherfucker over just long enough to pull up the side of him and be all, fuck you, and then fucking speed away. And he just sat there. He didn't, I mean, what do you do when a fucking big black hearse with the lanterns and shit pulls up next to you, flips you off after pulling you over? I thought it was fucking fantastic. So I did that shit forever, pulling everybody over at night just to flip them off and drive off. And nobody ever chased. It was classic. Yeah, they think it's full of the tall man and a bunch of dwarves wearing Jawa outfits. <laughs> I wish. I wish. If I could just, like, hey, here's room and board. The weirder looking you are, be my security and just roam around the house and creep out the homeless people outside my door. Be fucking amazing. I'd love to do that. That that that's that's my goal. I always told my wife if I uh if I we ever win the lottery, I was like, I'm just gonna have a freak show follow me around everywhere. Just Yeah. <laughs> fucking McDonald's, fucking, fucking the grocery store, the giant lady, the 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 two foot tall man. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, up here in Portland, there is one thing that I noticed when I first got here. There is a lot of fucking midgets, and I'm telling you, some of these midget women are fucking hot. I mean, I, 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 when I was married, my wife be like, are you checking that chick out? I was like, yeah, she's a fucking hot little midget. <laughs> she's all, you're going to end up leaving me for a midget, aren't you? I was like, if I find one that even winks at me, I'm fucking gone. <laughs> gone. I'm going to see if she's got friends. I'm going to have a fucking little short woman harem. <laughs> it's going to be like fucking Dr. Zombo's fucking sex acrobatics in the bedroom. <laughs> fucking pop one off and grab another one. Cover like that? Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> album is like that. Is that a Paul Williams <laughs> record with a bunch of little midget women yeah. worshipping him? We don't Not say too. midget women anymore. We say ti- tiny little ladies. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, t- tiny peoples, tiny people, little little uh, little persons. Uh, yeah, challenge. such a great small girl. yet perfectly yeah. proportionate women. They are. I, I've watched enough midget porn. I mean, tiny person porn to know they got it going on. They got the big old butt, no whole thing. I mean, you know, good stuff. Good stuff. I got. I got to tell you a story. I, I run. I run with some wrestlers, and uh, my one buddy used to run his wrestling uh, organization. And suddenly, this one dude just stopped being there, and he's one of their main draws. And I'm like, man, whatever happened to you know? And he's like, I, he, we just didn't, you know, shit, shit happened, blah blah blah. So I started asking other people. I was like, man, whatever happened? And they're like, 
didn't anybody tell you? And they're like, what? It's like, dude, he wouldn't leave pink, uh, Pinky Short, was it? Pinky Shortcake, I think was her was her wrestling name. He wouldn't leave her alone. And he was trying to get with his little midget chick the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going, hey, she's cute. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> okay, I have a serious question to ask. Yeah. Okay. So, I have noticed in the horror community, there, you, there's a lot of you that are really big wrestling fans. Is it a nostalgia thing? Like, I, I'm just curious. I, I, I didn't understand it at first. I was like trying to like come up with my own concoction in my head as to like the the correlation with you know really into sci-fi and and the fucking horror, but then like there's wrestling. Well, I'm interested in this as well because. A lot of my first fans were were wrestling fans and Mexican really? wrestling fans as well. And I was like, I don't, I don't get it because I was never into wrestling. You know, even in the eighties, yeah. I didn't really care about it. But I didn't know if it was because like my makeup looked like a mask or my mask looked like a makeup or something like that. But it's like there seemed to be a crossover between horror, wrestling, uh, car culture. Yeah. And Monster Mac. Well, that, that's like finding out. I know this is bad, but um, there is a huge connection between Star Trek fans and the BDSM community. <laughs> like, yes. like, yeah, and it's, it's funny. Fiction. And, and the gay ones, too, because of Kirk Spock's slash. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, oh, I, oh, I, oh, wow. I finally, I told this on a, on a show a couple shows ago. But I was at a con, and I'm talking to these people almost the entire day, and they're in full Klingon gear. It was a husband and wife. And, you know, we're just chatting bullshit and whatnot. And um, we're getting towards the end of the convention, and uh, they're like, what are you doing when we're done? I'm like, I, I don't know. I'll probably pack up, go get something to eat, head home. And they're like, well, you can come up. We're, we're going to go get something to eat and stuff. And I'm like. Nah, you know, I got I got some shit. And they're like, well, come on up to our room for a while. And I'm like, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, shit. Um, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> it's like, oh, I am. Yeah. I was like, nah, <laughs> man. I was like, nah, I got to get home to my wife, <laughs> my kids. God damn. I would have went up and I would have rocked that shit. Oh, if I'd have been single. Right here, if you'd be. Commander uh, Picard. Commander Riker. Yeah. Dude, if I had been single, I'd have been like, you know what? Troy. We're going for it. <laughs> Come on. Who's never wanted to stick a tribble up their ass? They're furry. They're little. Fun. You know, they multiply. They multiply. Like, it's like gremlins. Holy shit. But, oh, man. Um, no, the wrestling thing. Before I forget, I gotta get back to wrestling. Um, I I I couldn't tell you when my I I started liking wrestling when I was a kid. Um, I got really into it in the '80s, like a lot of kids did. Um, I kind of fell out of it. I got back into it. Fell out of. It. I, I I'd go back and forth. Um, I'm still watch it. I'll still go to it live. Um, I haven't watched any new wrestling on TV in forever. Um. I'll go back and watch old stuff. 
Um, but right now, I've been going up to Michigan. Uh, my buddy's been taking me. I've been going up there to that deathmatch wrestling. So this is the stuff where them guys are hitting each other with light tubes, television sets, um, a weed eater. Um, and uh, it's it's a uh, my, my buddy looks at me and he goes, hey, he goes, watch this guy. He goes, he bleeds like it's his job and he will get it on you. And like five minutes later, I look down. I got blood all over my pants. I'm like, God damn it! I got to drive back to Ohio. And so I'm like, Ah, shit! I hope I don't get pulled over because I got blood all over <laughs> me. And damn it, damn it! Ah, right, here we go. Boom! I guess that guy right there. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, he looks like he just—he was just born. Yeah, and then that—that's the guy he was wrestling at the time. God oh, damn. The, the 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 guy there, there was a guy sitting next to me and uh he's sitting there and he goes I'm bleeding I think and he, he's he's but he's you know he's he's got no hat on but um all of a sudden he goes man is that is that mine or is that somebody else's and I went I was like go, go wipe your head like this and I was like nope that's yours dude and he goes evidently a piece of glass had nicked him and cut him and he was just bleeding and um I'm sitting there, and it was funny because uh, one of the last shows I was at, uh, somebody was filming it, and it was on, I don't know, YouTube or fucking uh, TikTok or something like that. And somebody goes, man, I was watching wrestling. He goes, there's a dude, front row, sunglasses on, black leather jacket, hat, and he's just all chilled out just watching it. I was like, dude, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, one – I got my leather coat on because, man, if anything hits, it's going to bounce off the leather coat. Two, them sunglasses are sunglass slash safety glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Two, I always wear a hat. <laughs> so, but, yeah. Oh, okay. like, yeah. Well, that does sort of answer the question. I fucking, I always wondered that because I, I started noticing the, the crossover. And I just, me personally, I, did, I didn't understand. And I, I just kind of chalked it up to like a nostalgia thing, kind of like with horror movies and everything else. A lot of people carry that, you know, throughout adulthood, whatever. And uh, so it, it, it makes sense. I just never it, – it, thank you for enlightening me a little. Yeah. It, and to be honest, it's – for me now, it's um, – I love going to live wrestling. There's nothing like going to – it's it's a spectacle. It's There's all kinds of shit going on. You know, it's it's fun. You watch the crowd gets into it. It's fun watching little kids start screaming and yelling and cussing out the wrestlers. And the yeah, and I can see that. So good, but and it's all like I said, it's almost as much fun watching the wrestling as it is watching the people in the arena. So you want to hear something really funny? The only sport that I actually like joined and played uh, was wrestling. And I only did it for about two years until I got kicked out completely. And they're like, ain't happening. You're, you're not wrestling anymore. Because I had this coat. I had a lot of aggression. It was the only way I could get out of my house as a kid. My parents didn't even fucking know I was doing it. And then when they found out, my dad buys me these wrestling shoes because I needed some, right? And he got them used. They're three sizes too big. Look like fucking Mr. T. Like, you know, fucking. They were Nike and they came up to my knees. They were white. Like 
fucking wrestling boots. And I was like, well, it, you know, it's changed a little bit. I'm not actually in the WWF or whatever the fuck. But yeah, my coach kept teaching us this move called the wizard, the wizard, the fucking wizard, but don't ever use it. But here's how you do the wizard. Don't do the wizard. It's a, it's an illegal move, but here's how you do it. You just pumped it, pumped it, pumped it. And we get in our little stance and I was up against this kid from fucking uh, local town, you know, and he was somebody I went to school with. I was like, hey, I haven't seen you in fucking years. He was like, hey, you know, fucking, well, good game, right? Uh, let's do this. We get in our stance and fucking, I, I pull the wizard. Well, I pull the wizard. Now I know why it's illegal because when I did the wizard, all I heard is crack, crack, crack. Ow, I can't move. And now he's in a fucking wheelchair for the rest of his life. And they're like, yeah, you're not state championship. Bam, there it was. Damn. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I got him again. not to do the wizard. <laughs> yeah. We're not to do it. It's yeah. Like, let's, do, let's do the wizard. I'm going to teach you the Dim Mac. We're going to teach you how to do the five-figure death punch. Do not use it. I'm going to teach you how to use this. <laughs> yeah. Here's a weapon that will totally kick their ass. Don't ever use it, even though that's what you're trying to do. Yep. Yeah. I'd like to go to a wrestling match, maybe sometimes. Not if they're going to bleed all over me, because that's disgusting. I don't want anybody's <laughs> blood on me. That's horrible. I might like to go to one of those wrestling matches that they do, like, in the Andes Mountains or something, or in Peru. Where do they do that? Peru or Venezuela? Yeah. Where they have the, the women wrestling? Yep. And they wear like oh. the crazy, the big dresses with the crinolines and the and the yeah. crazy hats and everything. Yep, that's yep. that's the Logan kind of wrestling that I time. I want to see. Yes, that is what I would be into. Yeah. I, I've 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 seen lucha libre, the Mexican wrestling. I've been to uh, um, I haven't been to Mexico. I've been to New Orleans, and uh, they had lucha libre wrestling while I was in New Orleans. I was like, fuck it, I'm here. I'm gonna watch it, and I love that stuff because that's. That's just superheroes in, in in Mexico. I mean, I mean, literally, they were superheroes. That's why you had Santos yeah. and Blue Demon, you know, movies. So those guys are still superheroes down there, and that's fun. Um, Deathmatch wrestling is is just a trip because it's just you look at that and you're just like, why would you do that? And it's and you're just, you can't. It's a car crash. It's a wreck that you can't not watch. That's the worst part about it. And um, well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself look like I'm a huge asshole here, uh, bigger than I actually am. Um, we were at the last wrestling, and there's this guy in the front row with his girlfriend, and his we're we're slowly watching his girl freak out more and more as the night goes along. Mind you, the dude doesn't move from front row. His girlfriend is huddled with like her coat over her head and peeking out every once in a while. He's holding her like this. Mind you, still, front row, not going to move. And so they would go around the ring, and when they would do stuff, they would go like, you know, this side, this side. And they'd be like, ah, oh, come over, bring him over here, and you'd beat on him on this side, and then go over on the other side. No. The entire night, whenever the, the wrestler would go from point to point, like trying to get people, we'd go, no, that side, that side. <laughs> just so they would do that in front of that guy and his girlfriend <laughs> that's fucking classic oh that girl's got okay. PTSD that's I, I hate to say this but that girl was 
freaking out when it ended and she left. She looked traumatized when she walked out the door. <laughs> yeah. in the car. Yeah. Why, why torture yourself like that? Go wait in the car, honey. That's what Look I want to know. It was not a lot of it interesting things to do on the internet now with mobile devices. Like you, you don't have to traumatize yourself. But yeah. yeah. She stayed there you the entire time. Yourself. But yeah, it was like you're just watching this happen and you can't help but get into it and be like, what idiot? When his girlfriend starts freaking the fuck out, you, you know, at least go, okay, let's let's move to the back. Let's move away from the ring. Because, I mean, it's it's it wasn't a huge room, but you could move way enough, far enough. You're not going to get hit with nothing. You're not going to have nothing on you. Whatever. He could have moved her back for an... Nope. He stayed front row. He wasn't giving up those tickets, man. He was not giving it up. He did her a favor. Yeah. She's a prude. Was that normal wrestling, or was it the deathmatch wrestling that you were talking about? Um, It was deathmatch wrestling. So, yeah, and uh, it was a, a dude named Schlack, who, Schlack is a just, a ju I mean, he's not tall, but he is a monster of a man, and they, they he has shirts like, uh, guns don't kill people, Schlack kills people, um, uh, you know, stuff like that, god dang it, I just skipped past all that, okay. It's bad that there's only like three things on my phone. There's comic books, uh, concerts, and wrestling. Uh, and maybe a picture of my kids. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see. You can get that. See that big ass dude right there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Schlack. That dude is just covered in scars. Under his tattoos, he's, and you're just like, and he, he's a, I think he's a tattoo artist as his regular day job. But that's just it, man. All these guys have regular shoot jobs where they go to work every day when they're not wrestling. And I was like, I couldn't imagine showing up for work and you, you know, your back has been laying in shattered glass for two days. So, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. But, yeah, that's I, awesome. I, I got a hangnail the other day. It was like, it was like the end of my world. I can't even imagine. <laughs> well, it's like one night we're driving home. It's cold, so we were up in Michigan. I think it was like ten degrees up there. And I get home, and I'm like, "Man, my arm is itching." And evidently, a piece of glass had went up my sleeve in my coat. So all I was doing was moving this piece of glass around inside my sleeve the entire night. And I'm like. Dang it. I was like, man, I was like, I'm wussing out because I got a little tiny piece of glass rubbing my arm. These guys are shattering glass over their heads. And I'm like, like you know, that reminds me back in high school. I, I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me then. I know what's fucking wrong with me now, but I fucking, for some reason, uh, I made this little fucking like leather strap corset thing, you know, that I'd wear under my shirt. And you know, it's 110, 120 degrees fucking out in Arizona. And I'd fucking wear it under my shirt, but I'd put broken glass in it before I go to school and I'd tighten that fucker up real tight and just sit around in it all day. And nobody ever fucking knew. And one day, yeah, well, you know, kind of, sort of, not really, but hey, it is what it is. I was fucking in the lunch line, fucking, you know, with my tray waiting to get through there. And somebody was like, hey, man, you're fucking bleeding. I was like, what are you talking about? And I didn't realize I just had blood running out from under my shirt and like the gig was up. You know, a teacher took me to the office and they're like, 
uh, we need to check you out. Have you been abused? I was like, yeah, my whole life, but it has nothing to do with that. And they're like, all right, lift up your shirt. And they're like, what the fuck? And I mean, literally said, what the fuck? And like walked out of the room. They're like, uh, we think you might have some problems. And I was like, I could have fucking told you that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's but it makes me feel better. Yep. That's some weird masochistic shit. Yes. What did you grow? Did you grow up Catholic or something? Pentecostal. There you go. I had Pentecostal even worse. Yeah. Even worse. But at least the Pentecostals didn't flagellate themselves. They, oh, no, no obviously. Obviously, they wore leather corsets with glass under them. So there you <laughs> go. No, here was a thing. I, I, when I grew up, I, I've always been dedicated to everything I do. Okay. Anything that makes me feel something, right? So, you know, in the church, we went fucking three, four, five times a fucking week, you know? Like, my my parents were part of the, you know, playing the guitars and the fucking bullshit on stage and, you know, whatever. It was just very religious whatever. So I got really into it, and I was dedicated. And I, you know, I don't know. My birthday's on Christmas Eve, so I'd be like, oh, this day I need to fucking mourn because I'm taken away from baby Jesus. And, you know, made my dad one time. He's all, what do you want to be for Christmas or Halloween? And I was like, oh, I want to be the guy who carried the cross. You know, I can't even remember his fucking name now. And he built me up. I, I was like, I want a real cross. I want to feel this shit. He built me a life-size fucking cross. I put on the bedsheet robe, you know, and I'm walking down the street for fucking miles I wouldn't even take candy. I'd just walk up to the door tired of my shoulder bleed and be like, did you know Jesus loves you? Now look at me. Born again. That's Dr. Motherfucking Zombo. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. You know what fucking ruined it for me? I'll tell you. Cross between fucking most Christians being complete fucking lion sacks of shit. And B... The day I got baptized, I was about eight, nine, a fucking pastor. I was getting dressed and shit, and he comes in with his fucking pants down. He's like, you can touch it if you want to. And I was like, I'm fucking done. I'm no, done. Surprise me. I'm yeah. done. My best, my best friend worked at a retirement home for priests. And yeah. most of them were, were losing their minds. And at the, at the time, he was a 17-year-old, uh, slim, blonde, very good-looking gay boy. And they were yeah. all over him like white on rice every day, oh, every yeah. day. And he had it got to the point where he had to like start bringing like uh, what do they call like a slapstick or like a yeah. ruler or something? Oh, I mean, yeah, they love it with yeah. a ruler. Yeah, but he'd be thing. like, like he'd have to be like Father Carmel, like stop, get off, and like he'd have to hit them and stuff. Yeah. It's like I'm just here to wash dishes in the sink. It's no, terrible. No. It ruined that shit for me. I was just like, what the? Here I am. The for me, a kid wanting to be like Mr. Fucking Religion, I want to be a preacher. Well, I am now, sort of. But, you know, uh, here it is, my baptism. Like, I used to do Jericho walks with my parents around buildings that were infested with evil spirits and, you know, fucking revivals and fucking, you know, fucking rolling around on the ground and all this shit. And what did it provide me? An old man's dick. Yay! <laughs> oh, speaking of, I'd just like to uh, mention and commemorate Pat Robertson died. Hey, so that's wonderful. Right. Yay! Everybody Fucking can clap about that. There's that one hor now, horrible charlatan. Oh, if we dead. get... Uh, 
How how can that even remotely be legal? I mean, if I were to con, if you're connected enough, baby. Yeah. If, if you got if the money start... behind you, or you say you're you say yeah. you're you're righteous or whatever, that's all that it takes. Well, it's like I hate to say this, but they finally busted. Um, uh, the, Danny Masterson, the kid played Hyde on on uh, um, that seventy show. Yeah. Um, he's looking at like thirty years to life, which he should. But you know, the thing is, though, is I think they should go after the Church of Scientology because that they've been hiding all this shit for him for twenty some years at this point. Why aren't they? Why aren't they getting it? You know, nobody's gonna bust anyone. You know why? Because they supply the money to these fucked up politicians that are burning books and fucking telling gay people to go fuck themselves. Look, you want to you want to fucking talk about going after someone? Why don't we all go after the politicians and the church and say, hey, you're all scam motherfucking artists? But hey, guess what? Ain't gonna happen because we ain't got fucking billions of dollars. No, so. We just create a bunch of weird shit and change people's perspective so they make weird shit. And then we tell the whole world, hey, follow us and make weird shit and think weird and look weird. And then we'll just scare the living shit out of them. See, I want to get a busload of the biggest, burliest drag queens, weirdest, creepiest fucktards, all the fucking weirdos and creeps, all the rejects, all the junkies and drunks. And I'm going to pile them all on a bus and I'm going to take them to Capitol Hill and their little their little gated communities. And we're going to sing Kumbaya out in front of their house. And then we're going to slowly creep into their house and we're going to haunt the shit out of them until they change their evil ways. And I'm going to eat their fucking babies one by fucking one. You ever bite a baby? They're so chewy. I used to bite my kid when he was little. I'd bite his leg. Ah! And sometimes I knew it was too much because I'd hear a crunch. And he'd go, ah, ah, and I'd be like, oh, shit, a little too deep. I couldn't help it. Baby legs. They're fucking so chubby and soft. Was the, like, everybody goes, oh, look at the little baby's fingers. You could just eat them up. And their That's fingers ain't worth the damn, but their legs and the back of their arms. You know? Those are like great. What? They're great. Yep. Yeah. A little yep. bit of barbecue sauce. Baby back ribs. Yeah. I'm going to go eat. I'm telling everyone out there in the world, if you're a politician and you're a jackoff, I'm coming for your babies. I'm going to eat them. Every last that's fucking one of them. That's what they all thought of, uh, back in 2020, right? Is that... They thought that all the Democrats were, were eating babies. Yep. Yeah. Eating their brains oh, and drinking, yeah. drinking their blood for the adrenochrome. What was it? Right. Uh, they, they all wore red like... shoes made from dead kids. Yeah. yeah. I oh. mean, I would. Listen, I've been I, trying I... to get myself a pair of Pope shoes for years now. You know how yeah. hard it is? They won't even answer my calls in Italy. Oh. I'm like, hello, I, I need a pair of bright things. red Pope shoes. They're like, forget it, pal. I was like, can I get some sequence on those? Click. <coughs> I bet if you would have asked without sequence, they might have worked with you. Brother, that's all I want. Just a plain pad. No, no more fancy or gay than the Nazi Pope had. That's it. That's the <laughs> limit. That's what I want. I want the Nazi Pope shoes. Pope Francis doesn't even wear them. He wears like some some easy spirits or some shit. I don't know. He plays basketball <laughs> in them. 
Well, I, I know the, what was the one because it's easier on his tootsies. Was was like a big shoe collector. Oh, he wore like high end, like like stupid shoes. I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have these shoes, and over here in this closet, I have on my handbags. Okay, <laughs> right. I'm gonna be the first one to admit I am a fucking shoe whore. I love shoes. Yeah, that's what they teach you in the Pentecostal church, you know. They did. Yeah. No, those motherfuckers had no taste. They looked as bad. The as shoe, that. and then and then you you know you have a fixation for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I got all my my fucking flavor from Willie Dynamite and fucking Petey Wheat Straw. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You have a lot of flavor. Oh, yeah. Everyone's like, why are you dressed like a pimp? I was like, what's wrong with that? They got taste. Big fur coats and a nice hat and shit and the badass shoes. I'm, I'm pretty I'm, slick. I'm, I'm super lazy when it comes to shoes. I got I got two pairs. I got the pair I use to, to mow the yard and then the pair I wear everywhere else. And they look almost exactly the same. Hey, I'll tell you. Never let anyone tell you this. Uh, that, oh, yeah, a woman likes just a good, hard man. Yeah, they do. But when you throw on some nice fucking shoes, oh, they come flocking. They're like, where'd you get your shoes? Oh, I got them just the other day off Amazon. It was a great deal. You like them? They're like, oh, it's, oh I love your jacket. Oh, it's, it's fucking amazing. And then the guys around that are like, I got my car hearts on, and I just came from work. Don't I look pretty sexy? And they're just like, yeah, 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 he's got nice shoes. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, eat it, motherfucker. That's what the gay boys like. The gay boys like the ones in the Carhartts. The ladies like yeah. the sharp-dressed men, the ZZ yeah. Top men with the uh, with the fancy shoes. I told you that story about uh, my friend when he when he saw Prince out in public and he tried to start a conversation with him. He said, oh, uh, I like your shoes. Where did you get them? And Prince <laughs> said, I had them made. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do a um my, for years I had this look in the the late 90s early 2000s that I called uh uh what uh senior citizen pimp or uh, or Miami Beach Miami Beach chic or whatever it was it was somewhere in between the two so I ended up wearing like a lot of velcro shoes I don't know I thought they were him they were like the, you know the kind of orthopedic beige you know with the velcro strap and I thought they were great. And one day I was I was like hippity hopping down Christopher Street in NYC in the village, which like had slowly been like overturning and becoming less of like a gay area and more of like just like Disney World or something like that. I don't even know what it is nowadays. But like I walked past a a group of uh, three fabulous black lesbians, and like I thought I looked really good. You know what I mean? I had on like my whole. Uh, vintage leisure suit matching with like uh, <laughs> that kind of like uh, light blue powder blue and I had on a really garish Hawaiian shirt and I was wearing my orthopedic beige or maybe they were like gray gray McGregor vel uh, velcro shoes or something like this and first I go past I go past one girl and I hear oh my god there goes one of the cute kind and I was like yeah because I didn't know if she meant like you know like like gay boys or fat boys yeah. or white boys, but like either one, either one of those. Like yeah. if I was one of the cute kind, I was fine. And then like, you know, so whenever I went to my friend's house and then I turned around and I was walking back and I passed another group 
of again three fabulous gay black lesbian type ladies and one of them says oh my god look at his shoes and i was like oh and it just destroyed me because i know she didn't, she didn't think they were hip at all yeah you just you just know at that point you just know <laughs> i'm just picturing That's like the new kind. i'm picturing like tom Selleck uh meets like uh you know, fucking dead poet society. You know what I mean? Like, kind of mixed together type I thing. That. I support that. <laughs> with, a, with a little bit of Pugsley Adams thrown in for fun, you know? Yeah, we can't get away from that. It just happens. <laughs> I can wear a fucking three-piece suit and still look like fucking Fester, man. I swear to God. Oh, circles around the eyes. Well, yeah. back in the day, I went, I was like, man, I'm going to buy me a nice suit. I'm going to buy me a nice slick suit. So I go in, get this black jacket, black red tie, the whole thing. And I walked out, I looked in the mirror, and I like, I look like the guy who would show up when you owe somebody money. The first yeah. guy that shows up. <laughs> I was like, I would be the guy who'd show up going, Oh, I need to get the money. Or two guys will be here later to get the money. <laughs> like, Dude, fuck. I have I have a nice fucking pinstripe suit right now, right? It's like black gray. I got a nice fucking pearl white tie that goes with it. My fucking Italian shoes, fucking whole nine. And one day, I hadn't been to a fucking job interview in over 20 fucking years, right? So, like, I, you know, I'm like, oh, I need to look nice. And I didn't really have, you know, I have my nice shit, but it's my kind of nice, right? Mm -hmm. And I come walking out of the fucking bathroom. My girlfriend at the time was like, what the fuck is that? She was like, even with the hanky and shit, she was like, you're going to a job interview at a machine shop. And I was like, too much? And she was like, you look like one of the fucking Sopranos. Why are you wearing a fedora? I was like, it goes with the suit. The fuck? What are you going to do? <laughs> hey, I can't help I got class. I see these motherfuckers walking around nowadays like nobody combs their hair, nobody combs their face, fucking... And then when they do, they look like, literally, they look like fucking some little church hair boys, fucking... I went to downtown Portland, right? Me and, me and the girl fucking out there, and we're all dressed up just last week. And I'm like, I've never got such a horrible reception from everybody in my life. Like, usually I make people uncomfortable, some people laugh, some people scared, some people like, what are you, what the fuck's happening? No, these people were just blank, dead, fucking robot zombies. And every motherfucker down there looked like Beverly Hills just puked all over Portland. They were all wearing khaki pants, pastel shirts with the collars popped, little bleached church. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, if anyone made me dress like that in my early 20s, that would be fucking torture. I would not leave the house. I would cry. If I had to walk out of the house looking like that, and these motherfuckers were doing it willingly, for purpose, and they they just weren't phased by nothing. They were just. I try to play jokes. I was like, "So what the fuck are you clowns up to tonight?" You know. Well, we are going to play this video game. As I, it's a retro. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I don't want to hear your fucking life story. I could give a shit. I'm fucking with you." And her friends like, "Oh well, maybe you should tell him about the other game." I, I don't give a fuck. What is wrong with you fucking people? Am I not wearing a fucking top hat? Yeah. I 
was like, so that whole key Portland weird shit is fucking dead. It's kaput. It's gone. Fucking buried and gone. There is no keep Portland weird anymore. And for anyone out there, listen to me. If you live in fucking Portland, get the cob out your ass. You ain't that fucking special. Open your doors to the other freaks or we are never going to survive. You fucks. Sorry. I'm a little heated. What the fuck? You live in a big city and these motherfuckers act like, oh, I'm so special. I need to sit in my little corner with my little friends talking about our little ideas dressed weird, all topical, strange, but inside we're just boring. Dribble of fucking mankind drinking a little coffee and a fancy beers. Please be gone with you, person of interest. Please. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god, that's so good. I'm gonna put that as my header under my Instagram profile. Mikey Severe, person of <laughs> interest. The whole monologue. The whole monologue. Click, click the three dots for more. <laughs> I'm sorry. It pisses me off. Everywhere I go when I do the Dr. Zombo and I fucking show up, and I even got a girl that's fucking equally fucking dressed up, fucking fantastic, on their horn, fucking going the whole night. Everywhere else, it's a good reception. It's, it's fucking fantastic. But an entire downtown, oh, it's just another day. Let's, like, you're not at a fucking art gallery. No. Like, what the fuck? What is wrong with people? Right now. You know, I don't. I don't really know. I wish I saw anybody ever that looked good. I live in North Carolina. Everybody looks terrible all the time. I I hate all the people that live here. Did all you the say white you're people. In North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. I might be moving up by you. Oh. Okay. I feel like I don't get. Oh, are you thinking Raleigh? Are you thinking of Raleigh or something like that? Closer to Asheville. Asheville, yeah. I feel nice, you know, whatever. But I, any place you go, you're going to have that Portland bullshit. Because it's yeah. by the time anybody from anywhere else finds about a cool scene, it's over. And it's all it's all full of, of whatever the equivalent today for yuppies is. But yeah. I, I, I don't they're they're fucking robots. They're all fucking robots. I thought Tom Cruise was a fucking robot. No, these are fucking robots. <laughs> We're cranking them out with this fucking internet shit, dude. They are the most complacent. Not a robot. Huh? Like, you know how like everyone thinks David Bowie is uh, an alien, but really he's an elf? Yeah. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise isn't a robot. He's a deep fake. He's a deep fake. <laughs> as, 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 as I've said, though, about David Bowie, I was like, he, he didn't die. He just went home. <laughs> yeah. He went you back to real dimension. That's actually fucking 100% true, because, you know... People like that are are unique. They're special people in the fucking universe. And oh, yeah. those are the people that I like to get get on, you know? And it's why do I need to find I can all I have to search the anals of fucking goddamn Facebook and shit and Instagram and just keep putting it up. Hey, you wanna talk to me? Hey, you wanna talk to me? Because Jesus Christ. Out of what? Close to 5,000 motherfuckers following my goddamn page. I've got a group of about five or six of you fuckers. How the fuck is that even pop? You know, like, I literally had to ship somebody to spend time with me from another state. 
And I'm glad I did because she's very special. Hi, Egg. Hi, Egg. Egg. Yeah, I got a I, I got a Facebook request from Anu yesterday, and I said, Anu, I hardly know you. I don't know you at all. <laughs> Who are you? You want to be my friend? Do you want to buy a mask? That would be nice. Otherwise, I don't really need to be your friend. That sounds terrible. People on Facebook are going to see this, but everybody knows exactly what I mean. Why do I have so many friends? I don't need them. I'm really not interested in them. I don't even like my own friends who I actually know that much. <laughs> they're okay. No, don't get me wrong. They're okay. But like, yeah. you know, they're not giving me money for free. Yeah. Well, this is why I tell people like, uh, you know, everyone's like, you need to get out more. You need to make some friends. Do I? Do I really? Do I fucking really? Because, you know, I'm having a real good time by myself. You know what? You probably shouldn't try to make any friends. It's probably better that you don't. Yeah, I'd probably piss them off sooner or later anyway. Or they piss me off, which they already, you know. You don't know. have to eat their baby. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be good is what I'm saying, you know. No, this would, you no. know, words would be exchanged. You'd become Basements a person, person of interest and you'd have to eat a baby. And that's, you know. Hey! If they got the baby, it's not my problem. I didn't tell them to have it. I didn't tell them to have that baby. One of the best yeah, things you can do to somebody is, is I don't know why people love handing me their children. And I, I don't want to hold your kid. I, 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 I ask this people, like, oh, you hold your baby. I'm like, is it mine? They're like, no, then I don't want it. Or what the best no. thing to do is, is when they hand you a baby now, go, no, thanks. I've already eaten. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. But then eggs, I'm, I'm not hungry. <laughs> Somebody handed me their fucking corgi when we were doing a live fucking deal uh, at this Alberta art walk, right? Shitloads of people everywhere. I've already been out there for four hours fucking carnival barker and getting people into the bus for fucking fortunes to get red and all this shit. And this guy comes up, hey, will you hold my corgi and take a picture? And he hands it to Nova. And she is like, uh, hey, he wants us to take a picture. I'm not even paying attention. I just turn around and go, rrr, rrr, and I end up biting the fucking Corgi's face right as he takes the fucking picture. So now I have this picture of me going, ah, and the dog like fucking yelping and him like basically about to fucking cry. And he was like, can I have my dog back? And I was like, oh shit, I didn't mean to eat your dog. But you know, you got to play it off because you got to do the showman thing. And it's, I just, I, yeah. As, as I have to say, funny moment that was totally accidental. I got to be careful because everyone expects everybody to be normal, and you never know if they're going to eat your dog or your baby or something. Yeah. I, I, I can't help what I am. I am what I am. I can't be any different. I've it's tried, and it is so fake. Holy shit. I had somebody ask me the other day, and, and they're like, well, when are you going to grow up? I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, man, you, 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 I like toys and comic books and all that stuff. I go, never. I'm going to do this till I die. And then they're like, well, I was like, dude, I live a better life than you probably do. I do what I want when I want. I enjoy what I love. I, my, you know, I can spend time with my kids and stuff like that. You're, you're the, you know, a drone that goes to work every day that in a job they freaking hate and deal with people they don't like. And you come home, you don't have any enjoyment left in your life because you can't enjoy shit that, you know, do I still enjoy shit that I grew up on? Yeah. 
I enjoy some new stuff I found recently. Yeah, I don't care. I can enjoy both. Yeah. And there's people that I looked at. I was like, "Why did you stop?" They're like, "Man, I, I haven't watched a Star Wars movie in forever." I'm like, "I miss them." I'm like, "Dude, that's what fucking you can watch it on TV. You just click a button and watch it. Why? Why is that a problem?" You know, because they had to switch it up with Adam Sandler movies. Oh my god! You know what I mean? Or, or like Paul Rudd movies or some shit. I don't know. What, whatever appeases the whole family and and the missus. Oh, like why don't we watch something about going to Hawaii and falling in love and then cheating on each other and getting drunk and then magically coming back together and fucking. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Why the fuck do I want to see what you really want to do to me? You want to have me pay for your fucking trip out to Hawaii so you can sneak off while I'm sleeping, get drunk, drinking mojitos with the fucking surfboard guy and then come back and blame it on me. And then we run away horribly fucking distraught and come back and hopefully fucking make up. Fuck you. One second. I love that one. Yep. That's my favorite. Marshall And um, what was the gold digger? Finding gold. Eating gold. Okay. Yep. I am back. All right. Getting all ramped up here. I don't know. I really hate fucking people. I'm trying to change that narrative. I don't hate people. I hate the fucking human condition. I care about people, and I want to pull them out. Because whatever the fuck they're showing up here is all bullshit, bullshit, and bullshit. And half the motherfuckers on Facebook are bullshit, too. I don't believe everybody's having a good time. You're all full of shit. Not everybody's having a great time. I will be the first to admit. I'll take a picture and I look like this and blah, blah, blah. Underneath, I'm having a miserable time most of the time. Except for the last three weeks with A. I've had a fantastic time. I keep mentioning here, I'm just smitten. The doctor has a ticker going again. Kind of nice. There you go. I don't think you're going to find that it's any better anywhere else, Doc. No. No. I'm still looking for a cave. A, a legitimate cave. A cave or a cave? I have a number of capes. Can I interest you in a cave? Oh, he yes, please. Open the I... cave and showed him. Can, can I interest you in a cave? <laughs> uh, yes, please. Can I get a two for one? <laughs> <laughs> Does it have Wi-Fi? So I can get on Facebook and show everyone how happy I am. <laughs> Listen, you know what I think? I think people showing how happy they are is much better than people complaining. I like the people who complain about stupid, miserable, boring, non-important things on Facebook. That's well, I can say stuff about that, too. Because the I people that are complaining are complaining about bullshit, too. It's like they can't be real with the happy or the fucking pissed off. Or, or you get the people that are just out and out vague about it just so you can pay attention to them. Yeah. They'll, they'll do the vaguest shit like, oh, I'm having a day. You know, put some yeah. good vibes out for me. What What's the up? fuck is that going to do? Somebody yeah. gave you an electronic thumbs up. Where is the middle finger? Why can't I hit that? I, I just want the puke emoji. Yeah, there is a puke yeah, emoji. That's what I use. 
Yeah, but not like you can't puke emoji just by tapping, double tapping or anything. Yeah, that's that's true. what I that's what I want. Yeah, because people people. I mean, I really needed that a few years ago because a lot of people were just totally unashamed to post about how racist or horrible or anti anti gay is still a thing. I get a lot of uh, still horror hosts and things like. Do you know those two? What are their names? Uh, Drac is the one horror host, and then he's got his his wife. His like wife, who's like twenty or thirty years younger than him, I don't remember what her name is, but she like plays it off like she's like this nice, kind lady, and she's all just about good vibes and happiness together. And then I look and like they're posting about how how uh, drag queens are indoctrinating ch children into Satanism, and he's posting about like January sixth and killing and the righteousness of of the rioters and like killing Democrats and stuff like that. And he's like, wearing a cape. I well, he's not wearing makeup though, and that's something that I want to take up with you, Paul. For when you do your heart, if you do any hosting of any kind, you need to wear makeup so that you don't have to be like this guy who calls himself Drac, who doesn't even wear vampire makeup, please, because it's too gay. Well, hey. you know, come on, it is a little bit, but you know. <laughs> uh, no, I am just. You know what I'm talking about. My my wife, she wants to, to to you know make up my face, but like I have like I, I you cannot put anything around my eyes. I'd be like nope 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 nope. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, like it. I remember the one time she went. She goes, "Come hey, come to the dark side with us." She's like, um, "I would put I'm gonna indoctrinate you." you. <laughs> oh, I have a I have a good product for you because I have a similar problem now because I have a weird eye which cannot take anything and it like sucks makeup into it. So like I use this uh, this great stuff. It's almost like a wax and it doesn't move. And you just press your thumb into it like that and you go <clears throat> and it makes it all nice and black. And then you can just like tap around the edges a little bit. Ah, huh. yeah. I, it looks I, nicer than Robert Smith's makeup, that's for sure. Yeah, it's one of the ones where uh, I have tried many, many a time and I can't. I mean, I've done makeup, and what's bad is I can kind of, um, you know, I did the one year. It was funny for Halloween. I did. Uh, I was a baseball fury from the Warriors. Nice. And it was funny because I'm sitting. There, I got the. I got the baseball jersey on. I got the hat. I got the face paint. I got the ball bat. And I'm walking around. And everybody's like, "Oh, you this, this, this." And all of a sudden, this one dude just jumps up. We're at this party. He's like, "Fucking baseball fury!" I was like, "Yes, you." <laughs> <laughs> That's gratifying. It I, is. I dressed up for that one person. That's what I did, and me. So, hey, well, it shows that you can. And by the way, the whole indoctrination thing—like seriously, Shakespeare, the Egyptians, the fucking Romans, fucking Jerry Lewis, Bob Hope, fucking come. I'm gonna these motherfuckers. The whole thing is that is that they say that like you know drag queens and trans people and people like me are indoctrinating children, but like what are you indoctrinating children into? Number one, we know that all the religious ones are the ones who are touching children, right? Everybody knows that. Everybody right? knows that. That's what. That's what. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Sexual. Uh, what is it? Uh, not deprivation. When you when you have to when they clamp down when they clamp down on any thought of, of sexual anything what is the word oh yeah what is the word for it? you know what uh, I mean 
Yeah. But everybody knows that 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 is what creates the perversions in these people when they yeah. you know, when they clamp down on that and they're all crazy. There's a great uh, documentary now on the uh, on the whole Duggar family and how fucked up those people are. Yeah, and I how there's. I need to you, watch. Did you see that? It was I great, right? It. it had a girl that I watch on YouTube who puts makeup on while talking about. The TV shows, <laughs> we're talking about uh, the Duggars and whatever, and they interviewed her. And I was like, hey, that's my girl. That's my weird, my weird chunky girl who puts makeup on. But anyway, yeah, that's all about that. And it's all about that, you know, how that culture makes you uh, number one. Um, uh, um, hide your carnal pleasures. Hide your carnal pleasures, your desires. And uh, no, and number two totally demeans women and puts them in the back and makes sure that only men are allowed to preach. And, you know, my next door neighbors believe that only men should be allowed to preach, you know, in their church. Only men can be the preachers and shit like that. And I'm like, you are fucking crazy. I can't believe that I'm talking to you right now. And, yeah. And, then it, it's burn to... books. and that's not okay. Like, that's no. what Nazis do. You are literally a Nazi. Like, you're not wearing an armband, but you believe a lot of the same stuff that they do. Only worse, because you know what? The Nazis weren't that religious. Yeah. The thing that cracks me up about these motherfuckers is they don't even realize the people that they're getting their information from, the people that they're following, the people that they're putting their money in their pocket are the same people that literally will step on their fucking backs to make sure that they will never get anywhere. Yeah, They will they take their money, now. they will fucking screw them, they don't the give a fuck about them. The way the culture is like, now it's, you don't even have to lie about that. They just yeah. appreciate that more. You know, that's like when yeah. Trump was, when everybody was like, oh, he hasn't paid taxes in years. And you remember in like 2016, he's like, he hasn't paid any taxes. He's like, that's just because I'm smart. And people used to be like, you fucking billionaire, pay your fucking taxes, you piece of shit. Yeah. But instead, everybody was like, oh, I'm, I'm like him. I'm a future millionaire. I can be like him and not pay taxes, too, and just shit on yeah. people. So I, I weird. I be like him and have a third grade fucking uh, mentality and fucking uh, <laughs> screw my daughter that looks like my wife. Oh, I don't have anything to do with Russia, even though I have two Russian mail order brides. <laughs> no, not at all. What, hey, what country is she from? She's from Slovenia or something. No, did that use? Did that here. used to be? Did that that's used Soviet to be the USSR? Country. Yeah, it's a, that's the USSR. It's yeah. a former. It's basically yeah, Russia. Yeah. yeah, it's basically here's Russia. Here's the fucking was, best part. I was friends. I was friends with a Russian bride. She was fabulous, a mail order bride. I love oh, her. Sure. She ta taught me how to tango. She had weird parties and force everyone to do vodka shots at the door. And then she would come in and like sing. Everybody had to sit down and like she would sing. She was a fabulous chanteuse and she would sing in Russian and French and everything. And then she would like pass out instruments and everybody had to play. It was crazy. Oh, and then we'd go in and eat like weird hors d'oeuvres of like fish and pieces of meat and things on weird crackers and like tortillas. Like, like she came from an alien planet and had to figure yeah. out, you know, it was like, it was like the time warp or something. It was like the hors d'oeuvres they're eating in Frankenfurter's castle. You know what I mean? With like crackers with pieces of like toothpaste and like a little bologna right. or something. Yeah. And then you drink a shot of vodka and everybody says Nostrovia. That's fucking amazing. It sounds like a lot of goddamn fun. To me, I think it sounds like fun. We hey, you know, the one that gets me the most 
is this whole fucking super fucking right, whatever the fuck, they come up with the term woke. And it's making fun of their own people because it's basically saying they're awake and you're fucking asleep. Mm -hmm. It's almost like saying, oh, Antifa's bad. So being anti-fascist is bad. Since when? I remember my grandpa okay. saying, fuck them Jerry's Nazi motherfuckers ain't going to happen here. And we're like, no, fuck you. You're supposed to be like that because being anti-fascist is bad. Well, and being awake is bad. But being asleep and being complacent is exactly what we want. And they're like, yeah, fuck those awake people. We need to be asleep. Rise up and be asleep. I'm sorry. If that was me, that was me fucking storming the goddamn castle, shit would have fucking went down. Not no fucking, hey, we're going to parade around and be like, yeah, we're tough, we're tough. We're going to sit in proper feet up. Fuck you. Burn the motherfucker down. If you're going to get in there, fucking get over it. Get on with it. Fuck you doing? Very incensed at the same time. At the same time, is as horrified as and incensed as I, as I was during uh, January sixth. I was like, they're not going to do anything once they get in there. I mean, they might kill one or two people, but it's not going to be like the French Revolution. They're not going to have a guillotine no. because they're all fat and lazy. Look at them; yeah. they're all old people. This is the best they could do. They got in there. They milled around like they're in the fucking museum of natural history. And then they're like, okay, everybody get out, except for a couple people who got themselves killed. Fucking idiots. Whatever. I'm just, you know, we can't even, this country, we can't even fucking revolt properly. I mean, thank goodness, I guess. Thank goodness. But, um, what's I going to say about that? No, they always, that's always been the, uh, the rights, uh, uh, modus operandi is to take, you know, whatever the common, the word is and to repurpose it for their own thing and make it a bad word. Like liberal used to mean something and then they started using the word liberal all the time until it's just a slur and it doesn't mean whatever it means anymore. And the same with Antifa. And it's like, you know, you were the side that supposedly hated communists and, and hated uh, fascism and hated Nazis, you know, with like Ronald Reagan and all that fucking gung-ho World War II bullshit. And, uh, you know, turn around and, and now you lick Putin's ass and you are fascists. Yeah. Yeah. It's and quite frankly, don't get me wrong. I don't trust either side because I know it's all fucking puppet play. It's all puppet play. Yep. I do not trust. I will be the first to admit. I do not trust. I do not like. And I do not care for any government whatsoever. Now, do I say, hey, we could rule ourselves? No, we can't because fucking look at us. We can't even protest on the same fucking on the same fucking line. That's why I'm going to start a fucking revolution and my people are going to fucking come and drag and in fucking top hats and circus performers. And we're all going to be carrying knives, billy clubs and fucking fuck the guns. Bring the fucking battle with these motherfucker. You want to fight? Let's do it. Watch one of these fucking proud boys up against a six foot fucking 300 pound drag queen with fucking 12 inch heels. I guarantee you the motherfucker's going to run home to mommy. Don't unless fuck. He for the, unless he goes for the heels first, because that's the weak spot. You go for I, the heels on a 300-pound drag queen, they're going over to the side. But, hey. you know, otherwise, otherwise yeah, we know who's going to win. Well, you already know how this goes. They show up, and it's the entrance. Then the heels come off, because they know that it's fucking get downtime. 
the, the, <laughs> they, they're smarter than that. The, the earrings now, come out, and the, the, the fingernails come off. and Hold on, bitch. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't fuck with that shit. I've seen some drag queens get down. This is some good shit. I watched, yeah. I watched the drag queen knock out a football player one time. Knock him out cold. <laughs> yeah. Don't fuck with a motherfucker that, hey, if you got enough balls to fucking tape that shit up, throw on a fake pair of tits, put on makeup and go out in fucking public, you best watch your fucking ass because there ain't no fucking pussy. That motherfucker's got fucking dedication. I would love to see one of these fucking proud boys say, yeah, I got enough balls. I'm going to go put on lipstick and walk out to the fucking corner store. Ain't going to fucking happen because he's a fucking pussy. Well, and and to be honest, they can run in heels. And yeah, that's that called is, fucking like some gazelle shit. Yeah, that 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 they run on their toes. Yeah, they can do a fucking death drop. Forget about it. Yeah, I mean, they might as well be fucking ten Buddhist fucking ninjas and shit. Some of those little ones are like uh, Yoda in Episode Three. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Floating on fucking air. It's, well, it's, it's funny because I, I look at my kids, man. My kids are really like me. They they don't, you know, it's not about anything like that. I was like, you know, never hate somebody because of their race. Never hate somebody because of their sexual orientation. Never hate him. Hate them on a one-on-one -on -one personal basis. I was like, if you're going to yeah. dislike somebody, dislike them because... You dislike them as a person, not because. Yeah. Hey, my, my motto has always been, I hate everybody communally until you prove me wrong. Then I like you. You got to earn my like. Until then, I hate you because you're breathing. Taking up my air. Yeah. Taking up my creative space. Yeah, I, I don't. It, it's funny. Very judgmental ones. They're like, I like you, Michael, but you're just, you're really, you're just really judgmental. And I was like, bitch, I only judge people based on how they treat me or how I see them treating other people. Yeah. Uh, you act like a good human being, you get treated like one. You act like a fucking asshole, you're an asshole. Is that judgmental? Oh, no. Who fucking cares? What the fuck does it mean to me? People are fucking barking dogs. What do you do with a barking dog that pisses you off? You fucking kick the motherfucker. You say, get the fuck away from me, motherfucker. I don't give a shit about you. I, I don't do that. I shame them. <laughs> shame on you. You can't shame somebody that doesn't even know that they're fucking a piece of shit. See, that's just it. It's hard to shame somebody that has no shame. They're yeah. And it will, like, surprise them because, like, Usually, no one has ever said that to them before. It upsets people. It's like when a baby cries and you cry back at them and they stop crying and they look at you like that. Yeah. It's kind of like that. It's like, shame on you. You do not behave like that. Does your grandmother know that you're doing that? That's horrible <laughs> behavior for a human being. Shame on you. And they have to stop for a minute and they're like, shame on me. No one's ever said shame on me before. You should try it, really. I do it all the time. I live in North Carolina. I say shame on you. What are you doing? You don't behave like that. How dare you? Shame on you. This is public shame. This is public shaming. This is what it feels like. There's a reason that we do it because human beings respond to it. But it's, 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 it
See, I just talk oh. circles around them so fast that they just get lost and they're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. And then fucking the conversation's over. Bye. My favorite one was a uh, bunch of years back. I worked at this one place and the rumor got around to me that there was one woman there. She called me Bin Laden or she called me the devil. And I'm like, original bitch. What? And I'm like, what the hell? And I was like, one day I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know what? It's about time I teach her a lesson. Super religious, you know, ever. And I was like, so you think that I'm the devil? That I took time out of my busy schedule to get a job working in a factory in the middle of fuck all Ohio just to come in here and screw with you? Personally. And she just looked at me. I was like, I believe that is, uh, um, I believe that's a sin. And I started going around. Yeah. What makes you so fucking special? Yeah. I was oh, like, what, what, what? No, I don't. I'm like, you know what? It gets back to me that, you know, because she's like, she's definitely afraid of me. Didn't want nothing. To, and I'd done nothing to the woman, but ever been nice to her. And that's what I even doubled down on that. So when she was freaking out, I started doubling down. I was nice to her. I did every once in a while. I was like, you want a cup of coffee? You need something? Started doing that shit to her. That made it even worse. That freaked her out even more. Like, <laughs> so. I think it's nice to, to uh, teach uh, self-righteous religious people to start quoting the Bible at them. That's always a good one. I'm gonna tell you why you're going to hell right now. I'm gonna tell you. You gotta do it like that with an accent. Like that too. That's how it works best. That is the best fucking part. I've I used to fucking talk circles around these motherfuckers that knock on your door. They don't do it anymore because people get shot now, but uh they would knock on the fucking door. They'd start quoting off their fucking little White House fucking magazines or what the fuck ever, and I'd be like, What the fuck do you know about the fucking Bible? What do you know? Why Why would you assume? Because I look the way I do. I don't know shit about the Bible. I was like, I carried a fucking cross on my back as a kid, motherfucker. I already know. I, swear I, had, a, um, I had a drummer who used to invite the Jehovah's Witnesses into the house. <laughs> he would have them onto the... Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He would have I had to take my, my headphones out because they died. He would have the Jehovah's Witnesses into into the house and then debate them. And they would lose. <laughs> well that's the best way to do it. Give them a taste of their own fucking medicine and then see how they fucking try to squirrel their way out of that. Yeah, I, I went through that whole um I don't know if, if anybody else did this. About junior high maybe first year of high school, I was really trying to figure out where I belonged, you know, try to figure yeah. out who, who, who I was as a person and shit like that. And I started seeing some of my friends getting into religion, going to church and shit like that. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to start looking into this stuff. So I started reading and studying all these different religions. And then I realized, I was like, well, I don't know why y'all hate, you hate and you hate each other. Because it's, it's all the same. It's all the same. It's, it's it's all the same. Yeah. 
And it started bugging me. And then I had people ask me now, I have people that are like, well, why are you an atheist? It was like, what made you an atheist? I was like, religion. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing. I want everyone to know, like, I don't, some people need religion. Some mm -hmm. people need their spirituality. Yeah. And that's fine. Yep. The problem is, is when you think you're the only special fucking cucumber in the goddamn fucking salad. You're not. You are not. Everybody, look, the universe has already fucking spoken. Everybody is just as insignificant as everybody else. The only thing that makes you special is when you realize it. And then you fucking treat other people fucking with kindness. And you treat them with fucking respect. Yeah, That's what makes you unique. That's when you pull your inner self out and let that be a fucking a, 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 a shining light for everybody else. That's what makes you unique. And if everyone did it, you wouldn't be unique anymore, but the world would be a fucking better place. Thing is, is, hey, practice what you want, but practice what you preach. And don't be pointing your fucking fingers at people. Because guess what? Even Christianity itself. You are supposed to have your door open to everybody. Yep. You missed the fucking point, assholes. It is not a segregation. It is not my way or the highway. It is fucking love. Love is the only fucking thing that is communally across the fucking board until some jack off who rewrote something changed it. I mean, people are like, well, do you, do you like the Old Testament or the King James Version? I was like, well... The Old Testament is close enough, but the fucking King James Version is exactly what it says. King James, James Version. Version. Yep. <laughs> what, uh, why do you think he had it written? It doesn't say, where's Jesus Christ Bible? It, where's his version? He wasn't <laughs> illiterate, was he? You know? I know he was a carpenter and all this shit. And then, you know, the fucking super white dude with the fucking Hessian hair fucking, you know, no! I no! Like, as I've said, the biggest miracle in the Bible is uh, a guy's name, Luke, Paul, uh, Matthew, in the Middle East. Right. <laughs> right. It's like, where did these fucking clowns come from? They picked them up in fucking Alabama and dropped them off in fucking Galilee. And they're like, hey, here you go. Nobody. I know all those guys. I know all those guys. They're hanging yeah. out down at the corner. Yeah, it's fucking Hanson. Hey, Mark, no. Luke, John. Mm -hmm. Where's Paul? Paul is dead. He died in a car wreck. And the real Paul. <laughs> I miss him, miss him, miss him. <laughs> this Paul almost died of alcohol poisoning. But that's <laughs> uh, Did you ever hear that fucking whole thing with Paul McCartney? Yeah. The whole, like, rumor of the have. Jesus we Christ. spent two weeks on it in eighth grade, eighth grade music class. It was great. Two that weeks like on the Paul McCartney death hoax. That's crazy. It was really cool. Like class. See, I you, you got that. I had I think in eighth grade I had a teacher. My uh, my music teacher, I remember, was massively fascinated by Stevie Wonder. That was her be all end all anything with music cool. with Stevie Wonder. I mean Stevie was great, but at the time when was he what was he putting out? I just called to say I love you. Yeah, because this was yeah. like eighty six ish, maybe thereabouts. Yeah, it was kind of the end of the line as far yeah. as his creative output went. 
But Superstition, that album was fucking fantastic. It's very album. good. He had a string I, of incredible albums. Yeah, yeah. Right. I've got it. Hey, it's over here in the in the. Do you know? Did did your teacher ever see his fucking piano in person? I don't know. I just knew. It's she, okay. He hasn't either. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I cleaned up myself. <laughs> but my favorite one was uh, oh God, I can't remember what movie it is. It's uh, it's hysterical blindness. He goes. He goes, he's blind. He goes, you know, so it's like when uh, Ray Charles walked in on Stevie Wonder masturbating and he was went blind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there would be a house you could get away with anything. But she she was one of the ones she'd see him anytime he came around the area. She'd travel around to go see him and was fascinated by everything because I guess he would walk out to the edge of the stage. And he knew how to, you know, because they count out the steps for him and show him, you know, well, show him. Yeah. <laughs> Sing her! Sing it. Like, remember, it's 11 steps. One, two, three. Oh, my bad. It was only 10. <laughs> That's what a roadie does when he gets smitten. Fuck. You know, I wish I could have seen Otis Redding or James Brown before they went. That would have been nice. And I, 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 I got to see George Clinton in Parliament Funkadelic a few years ago. And it's one I always wanted to see. And it's funny because everybody's like, really? You want to see? I was like, Fuck, yeah, I want to see fucking Parliament Funkadelic. Goddamn. Um, legitimately, me and my buddy Bone were the, I think, might have been one of only four white guys that were at this concert. And <laughs> weird. And it was, but but the bad part about it was was it's it's getting towards George Clinton really only comes out every once in a while on stage. So they'd be performing, he'd disappear. And they'd do a whole couple songs and then they would do like flashlight. He'd come out and he'd sit down on stage and they'd do the whole thing. And then he'd get up and he'd walk back, and then they'd do like another song, and then he'd come back out. So it was more Parliament Funkadelic with George Clinton instead of George Clinton with Parliament Funkadelic. Right. Fucking, uh, I think Funkadelic, be, I think it was pre George, uh, the fucking album Maggot Brain. Yes. Fucking amazing album. That's my favorite one, I think. It is the best fucking album. It's right up there with fucking uh, goddamn wars. Fucking uh, the world is a ghetto. Those yep. two albums side by side could have been the same fucking like band. It's so fucking fantastic. There's there's something about the Maggot Brain um, production that really vibes with me, and I think it's a lot of that. They, they use a lot of room sound. There's a lot of room mics going on on that yeah. record and i don't know if it's just because it's an earlier record and they had you know like a more stripped down setup or whatever less tracks something like that acid. but that record Lots sounds good and like towards the middle of the 70s everything's getting a little bit more produced yeah and yeah. it gets i mean it's still good but it just it yeah. doesn't really have the same feel no. it's the oh, same yeah. way with zappa very similar yeah. like if you listen to you know uh, we're only in it for the money or, um, you know, one of those from around that kind of 68, 69. And then a few years later in the 70s, like the stuff in the 70s is great, but it just doesn't really sound quite as good 
I, no, I like, don't even get me started about the remasters that he did in the 1980s that sound like garbage. I think he Chunga's, went fucking crazy. Tipper Gore put something revamped. in his drink or something because those albums that he remastered are garbage sounding. Yeah. Chunga's All those early, those first CDs that came out were like trash before he died. Yeah. Chunga's Revenge, Weasel's Ripping at My Flesh. Those were fucking, those were some fucking albums right there. Mm. I got to see, I've never seen Frank Zappa, but I went and seen, uh, my son and I went and seen King Crimson a couple years ago. Oh, I bet that was good. It was, it was a great show. Uh, they did uh, 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 Hall of the Crimson King in its entirety. Nice. Boom. I bet that um, was fucking good. Oh man, and it, it, it's they come out, they have their setup, they do not talk between songs. They'll pause for like a couple seconds and then goes right into the next song. Uh, and it was funny because they, they come out and they're like, you know, please don't take any pictures, blah blah blah. After this point, and then these little signs come up on the sides. Everybody put their phones down. It was amazing. And then he goes, okay. And then they're like, now you can take pictures. So they took pictures and everything at the end. But uh, the Zappa band was the opening band it was another band than the zappa band and it was uh frank zappa's band that he had you know throughout the world. and um it was great because they they played they they killed it and it was funny because they, they even go you know you guys aren't here for us you're here for king crimson and then the crowd was like no you're great you are and he's like <laughs> sure and they're like yeah. and okay we'll keep playing we got two more songs <laughs> that's fucking great man that's a good lineup too. I have I have my trifecta that I've seen all three now. Was Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, Tom Waits, and Leonard Cohen, and I've seen all three. And I'll tell you, it's really hard to say one was better than the other because I do have to say, Nick Cave. I saw him in San Diego. Seen him in Portland. I've seen him a couple times, and he literally walked out on the crowd like it was a fucking. Like he was walking on water, just walked. <laughs> like everybody put their hands up and walked him out. Like the way that they held him, his balance was perfect. He walked out there, and the way that the fucking he built that shit with fucking god damn it was amazing. Tom Waits blew my fucking mind. Saw him in Texas uh, on the fucking dust and glitter fucking tour, and but I have to say, out of all of them, the oldest one of them all, Leonard Cohen. Came out and played for three hours straight, did not take a fucking break, was dropping down to his knees the whole fuck. I was like, how the fuck? If I dropped down to my knees like that, I'd throw my fucking back out and blow out of him. <laughs> he had stamina. Yeah. It was from it was from all his Buddhist training. No shit. He was totally in some fucking like zone. And I mean, he just nailed it. Nailed it fucking one hundred percent. They all did, but like each one of them had a very particular, unique presence and i miss going to shows what did you ever watch those old videos of uh nick cave with the birthday party the few existing oh, yeah. live shows that they have i love yeah. it when he's you know he looks he looks a wreck yeah you know, his hair is like oh, yeah. enormous like this big and he's fighting with people in the audience and they're trying to steal his mic cord away and he's yeah. like and he's like hitting them with the stick, you know, with the with the drumstick that he uses to hit the snare drum. <laughs> and like he'll just like be singing this like oh, doing his fucking heroin drunken thing. And then finally he's like, All right, you got the drumstick, you win. 
<laughs> stealing things from him. <laughs> ah, good. The good shit. Good shit. Nobody's got it like they used to. Yeah. Oh, well. It's bad is that I went through a point and now if I want to go see a show or a concert, man, I go. I, 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 I skipped out on too many shows that I wanted to go see and some of them I'll never get to see because the band, you know, people died. Bands don't exist anymore. Yeah. Like, not going to do it. I want to go see a band. I go do it. I have not seen a show in close to 12 years, except for my kid. I, I would go see him. He opened up for the uh, the Dead Boys or whatever's left of the Dead Boys. Ooh. Yeah. So, you know, I go fucking see that. I take my old man with, you know, and fucking so there's a whole family to do. And, you know, he gets out there because he'll play his guitar behind his fucking head and rip it around and start playing up front and, you know, sliding across the stage and all this shit. And, it was great, and then, uh, and then of course the the singer from the Vibrators was like trying to manage their band or whatever, which was great because you know here's guys that I listened to when I was a kid, fucking you know, playing with my kid, and I was like, that's fucking cool, and saw Cheetah Chrome up there, and I was like, God damn it, it took everything in my power not to go up. And, hey, you remember shooting dope in that bathroom at the fucking Blue Ox in Phoenix years ago after the Stooges show? He's all old now. Nobody wants to hear about shooting dope in the bathroom with some fucking jack off. You know what I mean? The good old days. The good old days. Where drugs were still sort of safe. They just released, uh, Paul, they just released that King uh, movie about King Crimson. Did you see it? No, not yet. I am behind on my video watching, unfortunately. I don't but remember what it's called. I have to look it up. Um, well, it was fun because we were watching, Frimp um, um, uh, was uh, doing all those videos um, post -pan during the pandemic and stuff with his wife. And he was just playing all these different songs, and and uh, people were freaking out because he played corn uh, um, and stuff like that. And he's they're like, whatever, I'll play whatever I want to play because I'll do, <laughs> I'll do what I want. You know who I am, right? So, <laughs> and uh, one of the funniest things about going to seeing King Crimson was because so many kids have discovered King Crimson now because of the anime JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. And I go to this concert, and it's literally old hippies and anime fans. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> and, uh, and the thing is, I got into King Crimson, I want to say in junior high, because we used it for when we played D&D. &D. That was like perfect Dungeons & Dragons music, man. We, yeah, we played the shit out of that back in the day. And uh, I kind of just... I didn't. I couldn't say I got out of them, but I just didn't really, you know, listen. And then all of a sudden, man, my son's getting into them. Like, you know what? I ain't listened to that in forever. So I go over and I bust out my albums. I'm listening to it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is what I want to listen to right now. I gotta say, the best use of King Crimson song in a movie was Buffalo '66 in the bowling alley where Christina Ritchie, the lights go off, the spotlight's on her, and it's the Moonchild song, and she starts fucking tap dancing. And I'm talking Christina Ricci back when, uh, you know, she still looked good and doesn't look anorexic. 
you know, where she wasn't Wednesday, but she filled out, like, filled out good. And fucking, she's dancing around, and Vincent Gallo's watching her. Fucking amazing. Although, I'm not going to lie. I love her, because, you know, we were talking about uh, watching uh, romantic comedies and stuff with your significant other. Yeah. Um, me and my wife were really into Yellow Jackets, so we are watching that movie, the TV series about the girls that were cannibals, and... <laughs> And that's where it gets us there. But she's great in that show. She's great. <laughs> I have not seen it yet. She I haven't seen a lot of things, so I guess I'm, yeah. It, it, it's one of the ones where all of a sudden I'm like, man, I was like, I kind, I kept hearing good things about it. And one day I'm just like, me and her were sitting down here, and she, I was like, hey, you want to watch Yellow Jackets to try it out? Sure. So we watched the first episode, and then we watched the second episode, and I think we watched the third episode. Like, damn it, I like the show now. So then we watched it, watched it a little bit of time, so we didn't watch it all. And then the uh, second season hit. We watched the second season as it aired. And now we're technically all caught up. But, man, it's it's uh, it, it's pretty good because I, I, I want to say it gets into the um, – I, I think it's going to go towards the Wendigo mythos of, of being, you know, the, that whole cannibalism thing. I don't know yet because it's still, I mean, it's two seasons in, but are still trickling things in and it's fun. That's crazy. Yeah. They're going to jump the shark one day. Oh, fuck. And it's going to go from being alive to being fucking pet cemetery. <laughs> and they bury the girls. Oh, my God. I, I remember seeing it live in the theater. Oh. And I, I stood up and I was like, the first person says, tastes like chicken. I'm out of here. <laughs> I think I was like a junior in high school when that came out. I remember taking my kid when he was like, God, how old was he? He was like seven, seven or eight. When, and I took him to go see fucking Devil's Rejects at the theater. Fucking everybody was looking at us like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, why ain't your kids here? I mean, this is a fucking horror movie. It's, it's made for kids, sort of. You know, Terry from like Three's Company's in that, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. My parents knew her. We knew her because my dad's friend went out with her years ago in the eighties. Wow. She still looked good after all these years, too. Yeah, went out with Mimi Rogers too. He went out with Mimi Rogers. Got the fuck. She was up. like, "Have you ever read Dianetics?" And then, Are and you? then she married Tom Cruise. And then he went out with Terry from Three's Company. And I was no, like, she... "Oh my god, that's Terry from Three's Company." That's fucking amazing. Which we watched all the time because there was only nine what? shows on TV in the 80s. Fucking yep. Mimi Rogers, dude. That one. God damn. Lucky bastard. She's beautiful. She was fabulous. I met her. Oh, yeah. she, she, had, she had like awesome boots. And I was obsessed with them because like, you know, Wonder Woman wears boots and Mimi Rogers wore boots. Yeah. So there you go. I have a thing for a woman in a nice pair of boots. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing wrong with that at all. No. Yeah. Especially the knee-high ones where you have to lace them up. It's like, I I have very, well, no, I have a bunch of kinks. Jesus Christ, I got way too many. But lacing up the boots. Victorian. And like, I could just do that all day. They're witch boots. Yeah. I'm hey, not going to love like it. Victorian witch boots. Oh, yeah. You know, those pointy toes. A lot of pointy toes. <laughs> That's Good what time. sucks, man. When my when me and my wife got together, she used to love wearing boots. 
And as she gets older, she's like, I don't want to wire boots all the time. I'm like, oh, so. I don't want to wear shoes. I don't want to wear clothes anymore. I'm not even wearing pants right now. Right. Makeup is enough. I've I have yeah. like these um just like the skirts, like those Japanese uh uh um samurai pants. Right. Yeah. That's all I wear. They're very I, comfortable. I get home, I put on, I have these like pants made in uh Naples or some bullshit where you know it's all hand woven fucking, you know, just like made out of weird linens or something, and it's just fucking yeah. That's that's my nice. daily wear. Nice. I'll show you my Naples. Oh, I'm sure you will. And I'm sure they're cute as cute as a button. Cute as a button. Couple and of buttons. Two little two buttons. buttons. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am. I I am so so basic compared. I as bad as basic compared to you guys. Legitimately, I I have my gym pants. My pajama pants and my jeans. It's the only three things. <laughs> do you wear jeans in the summertime? Yep. I don't wear I shorts. Do that. I can't do it anymore. It's I, awful. I hate shorts. I don't know why. Okay. And, uh, do you have funny I, I legs? No, I don't think so. But I mean, matter of okay. fact, I mean, I don't wear shorts either. And if I leave the house, oh no, it's on. I got my fucking boots on. I got my fucking knee high socks on. I got my fucking you know, canvas fucking pants on, fucking my leather vest, the whole fucking nine, because I'm like, hell no, I walk out there, I need my fucking armor. Yeah, I can't do that, and I can't do that in the South, it's too damn hot. I can't yeah. wear pants anymore. I lived in Arizona, I dressed like that, I, I guess, I have wore boots for so long, that from Sweaty basically legs. my knees down, I can't grow hair anymore. Yeah, It is bald, as smooth as a baby's ass. Yeah, yeah. crazy. See, I am, um, I, 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 I'm a fan, a fan of the the Joey Ramone um, fashion statement: leather jackets, jeans, and t-shirts never go. No to chin. Stop. What? No chin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got my leather jacket too, man. I fucking wouldn't give it up for the life of me. But when I come home, I put on my fucking my my flowy pants, and I got a big fucking black and red hooded hoop robe that goes down to the ground. I just fucking wear that all fucking year. Yes! Long. You walk around like Omitep, Omitep. Omitep, Omitep. There's my... my you got a hat. See? You, you got a little fancy in you. You got a fucking robe. I got a robe. Yep. That's... Don't be trying to lie. Act all tough over here and then you bust out the robe. I'm not stupid. No, I get that. Oh man, that's my. Uh, I, I'm gonna like. I started using robes because we had a house that the heat sucked in the wintertime, and in Ohio it gets really cold. And oh, yes. I'd be sitting there in my robe, all, all bundled up, like, "All right, we're good, we're good. I'm warm. All right." <laughs> yeah. Well, once you move into the robe, there's no moving out of the robe. I, got I don't it. care if it's fucking hot. I'm still wearing the fucking robe. No, it's it's. I I went on a tour through uh, Ohio in in January, and it it was a horrible idea. Yep, it was incredibly <laughs> cold. I'd never felt such cold. 
Yeah, it's it's. it's and I guess it gets colder other places on the planet, but I can't imagine how. Mm, yeah. Um, oh, I had friends that lived in Minnesota, and I had friends that lived in Buffalo. And you're just like, why would you live there? Because it's oh, it's cold nine months out of the year. And <laughs> yeah, I I prefer the cold. I don't know. Like I moved into this house and had like heat on command. I didn't have to start the fireplace. And I've been living like a gluttonous fucking pig ever since. I'm like, I got a fucking fridge. I've got a toilet that flushes. The heat comes on. And my kid's like, it's cold in here. I was like, bullshit it is. And he was like, what do you got it set to? I was like, 55. How hot do you need it? <laughs> he was all, what the fuck? 55 is cold as hell. I was like, no. I would never even kick on the fireplace until it got down to freezing at 32. I was like, okay, now it's time to turn on some heat. You know? But... Yeah. You know, and now it's fucking summer or coming up on summer. And it's like 85 degrees. And he was like, God, it's fucking hot. I'm sweating balls. I was like, why the fuck's wrong with you? And I have to remember that when you're used to these fucking commodities, you, you, your body gets used to it. When you put yourself in a situation where you just live with nature, your body gets used to it. You're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's totally fine. That's very true. But I think you also enjoy pain. Maybe. A little bit. <laughs> I still don't understand how I had a kid after all my experiences with pointy boots on chicks. You know, I, I, I don't get it. So it still worked after all that. I, I, I have I have a question. You guys can. I heard the theory that all your fetishes are pretty much set by the time you're 14. Do you think that's correct? No. See, I, I, don't don't say, I think some of my sickest ones were set in by 14. Hmm. And then I just been gathering more and more as I get older. Snowballing. Just keep yeah, going. now, basically... I don't fuck animals and I don't touch kids. Everything else is on the plate. I don't give yeah. a fuck. Oh, no, and don't I, shit on me. Maybe. I'm I'm starting to wane on that one, but don't shit on me. That's weird. If it's <laughs> I'll on shit on you. Shit, it's okay. Don't shit on me. Don't shit on us. We'll shit on you. Yes. <laughs> um, I think you set a I think you can set the groundwork by the time you're 14. Absolutely. But, um, oh, yeah. but you can develop more. You can work on it. You know what I mean? You can add to it. Over oh, time. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. You can spice I, things I, up a little bit. I, 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 can, I can tell where all my shit started. And yes, most of them started before I was 14. And then I kind of had a spot where there really wasn't nothing added. And then there's more added later. And you're like, oh, okay. That's definitely not true. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't have a particular, well, no, I do have a particular type, as long as the eyes, the eyes are what does it. Uh, I love, I don't know, I am not as violent as I once was, so my sex is a lot safer for everybody else, um, and I'm not uh, into self-mutilation as much as I used to be, so fucking, uh, you know, it kind of evens out but don't get me wrong i'm still a sadistic fuck nothing you know what gets me off more than anything fear true fear 
I want the shake and the stutter and the fucking, why are you doing this? You know, it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's asked for, but like, when you get them to that point, fucking beautiful. <laughs> so I guess this is me, this is me not slut shaming. <laughs> I'm not perv, perv shaming right now. Kink shaming, that's what they call it. Kink this shaming, is me not yeah. kink shaming. Are, are you going to shame me? Are you going to shame me right now? Not in public. <laughs> I'll, okay, I'll, I guess I'll just have it coming when I come meet you. That's right. That's right. I'll tell you. I, as I, I, right after I'm abducted, before the before the tape goes on my mouth, I'll tell you. I'll give you a laundry <laughs> list. It's okay. It's okay. Go ahead, Shamey. Oh, look at you. I have one. Excuse me. One second. I just want to say something. <laughs> Shame on you. Shame on you. <laughs> Shame I'll be what like, are you doing? Stop it. Did you ever see that? What was that Bob? The Bob Newhart. Uh, joke. I think he did it on Saturday Night Live when he was on Saturday Night Live like 10 or 15 years ago when uh, he's he's a psychiatrist. He's doing his Bob Newhart thing, you know, as yeah, a psychiatrist. Yeah. And they're and he's like, oh, you know, doctor, every time every time I, I go out in public, I just I get, I get so nervous and, and, and I just I just fall apart and I have to I have to drink something. And he's like, oh, you, you don't want to be drinking anymore is that what you're saying your problem is it's like yeah i just i drink too much in social situations and, and i get drunk and i make a fool of myself and bob newhart says stop it <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole joke he's like you don't want to be doing that anymore stop it it's a good one classic it, it's words of wisdom yes yeah God and it has, it has more than a grain of truth to it. <laughs> there's, a, there's a whole arm. There's a whole wing of psychiatry that uh, that tends towards that. Don't do it. You know what? You don't have to do that. Don't do that. Modify yeah. your behavior, and then we'll work on the rest. How about that? Yeah. People See, don't I've like that because, you know, it takes a little work. It's difficult. I've modified my behavior, and now, like, all my kinky shit's pretty mellow. You know? <laughs> I, like, I like to cuddle now. Oh, it's nice. Isn't that nice. I don't want to I'm have actually, anything to do with anybody. Whatever. I'm a big. I'm life. actually a big baby. I cry a lot. And everything. Yeah. Yeah. We um, all do. <laughs> I watch. I told you I cry at the Fruity Pebbles commercial. I could see Christmas it. Christmas Fruity Pebbles. Oh fuck! Thank God I they don't put it. it on anymore. You know it's the cheese and fucking. I've seen it last year, I think. Did you really? I didn't see it. Pretty sure I saw it last year. It's oh, the one okay. where uh, Barney and, and uh, Fred and, and Santa Claus. And Santa Claus, yeah. yeah. Tis the, the season to be sharing, Fred. Fred. Happy yeah. Christmas, pal. Oh, yeah. Fred. Makes me cry. I'm glad I, I, I yeah. That I cheesy ass it. fucking uh, Christmas greeting that I put out a couple of years ago. I swear yeah. to God. I can't even watch the motherfucker. I start crying. I'm like, what the fuck? Why am I crying at my own shit? Yeah. Me and my, but me then and again, my, we were sitting at a, at a convention a, about a year or so back, and I was like, man, I was like, you know what sucks about getting older? He goes, oh, you're paying your body? He's like, nah. Fucking getting emotional about shit now. I was like, 
Yeah. I was like, I used to be kind of a hard ass, man. It, and then now it's like, yeah, yeah. no, I'm good. <laughs> I realized what it was. I realized what it was the other day. I was having a, I was listening to somebody and, you know, they didn't understand why, you know, I would get so emotional or nostalgic over it, like stupid shit, you know, like a movement or a way somebody says something. And the only way I could describe it was you haven't compiled the memories yet. You have memories. They're still building. But once they start repeating and they start compiling and they start morphing, everything reminds you of something. And it's hard not to look at something that you either lost or loved or had or wanted. And it, it, it becomes overwhelming. And it's when we take off that shell of fucking, you know, the masculine, whatever. Like, don't get me wrong. I still walk around looking like an asshole, you know, whatever. But it's it's because I'm genuinely an asshole. It's just way it comes with the territory. But in reality, I'm a very feeling person, emotional person. So it's like when I see things that trigger, you know, dude, I don't give a fuck. You ever see me crying in a fucking bar? Do not say jack shit about it because I will go from crying to fucking pounding on somebody in fucking five seconds. But any, anyone who ever tells their boys when they're young, don't you fucking cry, a man doesn't cry, is the biggest load of shit in my fucking, I've ever heard in my life. A man that knows how to cry is a man that understands himself and therefore is more fucking dangerous than any fucking machismo jack off out there. See, I think that's one of the things that fucked me up as a kid. I was one of the ones where he's like, oh, you get something to cry about, you know? Yeah. And, it, you know, and I didn't, I was one of them guys that hid everything. And then that caused, you know, other shit that came around later, caused problems with my, with, you know, me and my wife early on. And then, you know, I, I started being more open and, and, uh, kind of get away from that shit and now i'm you know i, I don't i don't care what people think about now me. you're a normal person I'm yeah, not, well hey it's not even normal anymore no that's the fucked up thing we're fucking yeah we become i don't know like human beings like fucking we go from this i don't know what the fuck i am or i think i do and i'm gonna stand to my like I'm so glad I got away from this whole thing where it's like you find your niche, you feel like you're comfortable and you're like, this is who I am for the rest of my life. This is how I will be. And I never realized how ignorant and unknowledgeable and fucking naive that was. Oh, yeah. if, if you can't grow and you can't change and you can't see where you were wrong or where you are wrong and you can't fucking fix your own fucking thoughts and fucking emotions and feelings and fucking work on yourself then you have already given up and you are a fucking lost cause. It, me and my wife had this discussion like two days ago because, you know, I do this show and stuff like that and people really kind of open up to me and talk to me and now I go to conventions and stuff and people will talk to me and they're like, she goes, you know, you, you're a genuine person. You care and you listen to people that if they have issues, if they have problems, if they want to talk, they, they'll come to you. And I go, I don't know why, but, you know, they're like, but you 
do a good job at basically what, what did she say um kind of telling people that you know things can will be all right i don't know it's not really quite that way but she she worded it better <laughs> she worded it. yeah and um, women do that sometimes yeah and my wife has made me a, a hell of a lot better person than than i would have been without her and um i'm i'm a very open um love loving father stuff like that like i got i had somebody ask me the other day because i i'm my adult son i had him in a headlock and i go up i put my arm around him i went love you bud kissed him on his fore on his head when did his thing and everybody's like what i was like what why did you do that it's like i love my son uh yeah. yeah i was like i don't what's the problem i was like i I legitimately, when my son, my oldest son comes over, my adopted son is 31. He's six foot something. He's a lot bigger than me. I will still, when he leaves, I give him a hug. I grab him, kiss him on his head, and he leaves. All my kids. I don't care from my 12-year-old to my 31-year-old. And people just, I'm like, do, do you not show any... Yeah, that's where your kids that, fucked up. You know, that's where that right there. That right there. <laughs> that missing out of our society is precisely what makes America so fucked up. Every that's, other country, that's the whole top, that that is toxic masculinity. It is at its at its heart, and and the fact that there's people who aren't men, who who aren't damaged in that way, but are still so accustomed to that norm that's set up of men not showing any kind of emotion or affection for each other and that they would respond strangely, you know, that's really, that's damaging. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's fucked I mean, up and it's weird. And it's one of those American things. And it goes hand in hand, I think with our prudery and, yeah. our, you know, like, and all of that religious shit. And, you know, we came from Puritans and we're all weird about sex and stuff like that. And it fucks us up and it makes our preachers into kid touchers. Or it makes our, our, our uh, men, our fathers into abusers and things like that. Yeah. Instead of being able to cry and express their feelings or their love or whatever. Yeah. It's fucked up. I, I watch these people. I work with a lot of uh, Filipino and Vietnamese. And I, I have a lot of fucking respect or growing up in Arizona, seeing the Mexicans, you see these fucking families, like they're families. They hold together. Like nobody's going to go homeless. Nobody's going to go hungry. Nope. America would just say, figure it out on yourself, boy. Fuck you. I gave you everything you need. Now get the fuck out. And I was kind of like that for a while too, but the thing was is I couldn't stick with that fucking narrative because it's a bunch of bullshit. You do want to push in the right direction. Sometimes you got to be a little tough about it, but the thing is, is if there's no love behind it, it means nothing. All you're doing is creating a serial killer. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You're creating an abuser. You're creating a fucking horrible human being. Without love, we really are nothing. And Everybody, you know, you see these other cultures. That's why they look at America. They're like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? And we're like, yeah, we're bad. We're tough. We're fucking mean. We'll fuck kick your ass. Great. We'll take care of our family. We'll fucking go hungry. So our fucking children, our grandparents, our fucking aunts, uncles, nephews, fucking nieces will have something to eat. Our fucking neighbors are our family. 
we fucking pull together. So when our government fucking comes at us, we're not divided. We all pull together, pick up our fucking rakes and shovels, and we go change the fucking problem. So take us without the fucking without the fucking clue and then put tyranny above us. We ain't taking out nobody because we can't even fucking respect each other. We're too busy tearing each other down from the inside. When they say blood is sicker than water, bullshit, not in America, not in fucking America, only in my fucking family right here that I created. The rest of them are all fucking motherfuckers. That's fucking sad. Anyway, how long is this fucking shindig going to go on? I don't know, man. I was just going to say, I got to probably have to get ready to to shut her down for tonight because we've gone for almost two and a half hours. (laughs) Well, fuck, stop talking so much and we wouldn't be fucking here already. (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, guys, this has been fun. Um, This this has been an experience into itself. Um, And we're going to have to do this again. Actually, we're going to have to go one of these days somewhere... We're, we're going to have to meet in, like, Kansas. Like, in the middle. <laughs> you pick fucking Kansas? Hold on, you pick fucking Kansas of all places? No, I don't what know. What the fuck I'm... is in Kansas? I'm never going I'll to Kansas Not again. a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, communally, it's two against what We ain't going to fucking Kansas. No. No. I'm just saying is, okay. Um, hey, I'm what about Mask Fest? You should come down to Indiana for Mask Fest. Indiana? Yeah, that's not too far, right? No, no, shit. I can be. Where's that in Indy? It's in Indianapolis. Oh, it's almost two hours from my door to to door. There you go at the convention center. Come down and see the masks, and then they have the whole all of uh, Horror Hound. When it when is that happening? During Horror Hound. It's yeah. It's during Horror Hound. We have our own room, so it's just the mask guys like across the hall or whatever. Yeah, and it's um, August eighteenth, nineteenth, and twentieth. I think. Yeah, it's that weekend. Because uh-huh. I, God. I'm probably going to be there. Plan, hopefully. Great, come on down and find me. Yeah, and then because uh, I was just at Horror Hound earlier this year, and I was at Horror Hound last year twice, and that was when it was still in Ohio, and that's moved back to Indiana. So try it out in Indiana. So I have never been to a horror convention. I used to go all the times when I was a kid because we we would make uh, low budget horror movies. That would get, they would release them if we put like boobs or foot fetish content in them. So we would go and work the uh, work the conventions at Chiller at the um, in New Jersey at the old Chiller conventions in the nineties. Nice. And, uh, Savini would be there. I met yep. Linda Blair and Dee Snyder and James James Hong Wong Hong, and Wong. Uh, a lot a lot of cool people. That's yeah, cool. I am. Um, I conventions are fun. I don't now. Now when I do it, I don't bother trying to meet Elvira or anything because it's just like I'm just one more schmuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like she's she's not going to be my best friend. It, it, so. We went to we went to horror. I house wish she would be mine. About <laughs> ten years ago, and she was there, but she was signing, and she was Cassandra Peterson, and I'm just standing there, and I'm like, I don't want to. And Tina, my wife's like. Well, why not? She was she was in line to go get an autograph. I was like I, I don't want. And she goes, "Why?" I was like, "I want to meet Elvira. I don't yeah. want to meet Cassandra." <laughs> but even Elvira is not really Elvira. Yeah, you know hey. it's hard. It's hard to to keep it up all the time. As some of us can tell you. 
Yes. I think she is fucking hot as shit as Cassandra Peterson. She's beautiful. I, oh, she's I gorgeous. have I have her nude saved in my phone even. I mean I, I, I wish, I wish that in the late eighties, early nineties she had done that movie with, with Dolly Parton. Oh yeah, the, the one where the they play Good Witch, Bad Witch. Yeah. Well, the the best one of the best things is, is that my wife met Elvira. I got to meet Pam Greer. And that was the big one for me. I'm like, I get to meet Foxy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I go up there. I got her book. I got her sign her book. And um, she, I was like, you know, because this is back before everybody had to pay to get a picture taken at your at your booth yeah. or whatever. And um, I was like, can I get a picture real quick? She's oh yeah. And then she takes my wife takes her picture and and uh, my wife goes, can I get a picture? She goes, I didn't buy anything. And she's like. Honey, get your ass on up here and get a picture. <laughs> oh, fucking nice. So, oh my god, and it was funny because uh, I, I, I got my picture with Pam Greer, and that was one of my big, big ones because, um, like I said, I, I was, I want to say Foxy Brown was like my second or third, and probably my third or fourth crush when I was a kid, and I was like, man, that's still there. <laughs> the first time I saw her was in a fucking movie where it was a bunch of chicks in prison. It was fucking oh, the big amazing. Bird, the big the the big bird out bird, big bird cage. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh goddamn! I got she to see Pam and her friends, and it was oh, great. Yeah, I think if I dig through my albums, I know I have. I have the Foxy Brown soundtrack. Oh, that's <laughs> a good fucking soundtrack. It is. I also got it up there with uh, Cleopatra Jones. Uh, I got Superfly and Shaft. I have all those soundtracks. All greats. That's that's funky down sex music right there. If I've ever that heard is it. right. That is uh, God. I'm sitting here trying to go through my vinyl, and uh, I have the weirdest collection of shit. <laughs> I have everything from heavy metal to uh, Link Ray to King Crimson, the Led Zeppelin to Queen to soundtracks so i have these like big score soundtracks and shit so i fucking good record collection is always amazing so my friends i am personally going to say good night to you it was great good night so paulie thank you for having me on and fucking mikey always a fucking pleasure hanging out with you too brother Yep. And maybe I'll see you guys in fucking indianapolis we're we're going to go for it we're going to try for it take care mikey Take care, Doctor. And uh, uh, be good, guys. guys. Later. All right. Have a good night, guys. Night. See you. All right. Good night.